welcome back to another episode of the Nice Lab and K-Pop Podcast. I'm Sammy. With me today is Kayla. Hello. And Maria. Hello. And we are going to continue down the rabbit hole of company reviews with the the next of our big four, YG Entertainment. So So, much fun. So much fun. So much fun. Now, for people that have not been here before and you've tuned in to our uh to this one which will be a fun one this will be a fun one the way we do this is we're gonna go through major artists we're not going through every artist that's ever been in yg entertainment we will not be here for 12 hours and we're going to specifically talk about major scandals and how they were managed if we thought they were managed well if we thought they were managed like shit we will discuss all of this this is not a cohesive timeline on the company of YG Entertainment. I don't have a... Th- th- that would be a thesis statement. Big asterisk on YG and SM is that we have covered a vast majority of the scandals of both yes. of these companies on the Scandal Iceberg. So the scandal coverage is probably not going to be as in-depth because we have already done extensive research and coverage on that. So we will and be referring also, you back to that them- often. Also, extensive research and coverage on all of this would require, like, an hour because these are companies with such in-depth scandals. All I'm going to say is anything... It's a two-and-a-half-hour episode. Yeah, anything so, like, related to Burning yeah, Thunder or anything related to YG the Man, just take a look at the scandal icebergs. YG the Man is a if you piece want to of shit. Thoughts. We already have all realized <laughs> we that. We've talked about like, that, too, in the uh, So Teji mixtape as well about how terrible... Exactly. Literally, just <laughs> go sucks. back to all of those. YG the Man is a terrible person as a person. Yeah. I highly always recommend people to look up how he met his wife. Which we'll we talk about in the Scandal Iceberg. We talk about that in the Scandal Iceberg. We talk about that on many other podcasts. God. I'm not going to bring it up here. But if you haven't heard us rant about it, look it up yourself. A lot of it's coverage a on that up already. Story. A lot of people have talked about it because it's a fucked up story that I think people need to remember. Yeah. Keep but it uh, that is something we will not be talking about currently. Even though we could, because uh, that was a group under this company. It was. We did talk about that, too, in the Scandal Iceberg about that group. That's what I'm saying. We could have actually put that here. But there really isn't much to say about that group. Other than the fact that he bombed a group so he could uh, marry one of the the girls. And their song, I'll Be There, is actually pretty reminiscent of your early, late 90s, early 2000s uh, R&B trio groups. From the States. But also, <laughs> he purposefully tanked one of his own groups and lost money so he could manipulate one of the girls into marrying him. Yeah. Moving along. Yeah. Anyone want to begin? Uh, I can start. I feel like you right. should. I mean, this starts after YG groups. Yan Hyun-suk yeah. uh, basically, um, you know, he was a part of the group Seo and the boys. They broke up in 1996, and him and his brother decided to... Uh, form a new company, YG Entertainment. And uh, one of the first groups that they had was basically a huge bomb called Keep Six. They were their first company's first hip-hop trio, and obviously they weren't successful. Isn't too much to say there. But, and they were, you know, because of that, they were struggling for money. But then again, a miracle happened in 1997, and that is the duo Genu Sean, made up of members. Take a while to guess what their names are. Genu and Sean. Couldn't tell. How shocking. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Really? I'm, I'm no going to refer shit. to them by their same I'm names. I'm surprised. 
I'm so shocked. A little Shocking. backstory on these guys. Sean. Um, Sean was actually a backup dancer for Soteji and the Boys, which probably makes the YG connection make sense. And Gino actually debuted solo in 1994, but clearly that shit didn't pan out because otherwise, why would he join Again, a duo? A thing that a very common fun uh, K-pop thing is realizing so many people debuted solo, failed miserably joined k-pop groups and then re-debuted solo to greater success. actually happened to a member of beast <laughs> happened to beast yep. happened to a lot of actually people. happened to unbi too technically well she yep, wasn't a solo exactly. though that was exactly we learned a couple of weeks ago we learned a lot of things recently. <laughs> but anyways but that just keeps happening anyways uh conveniently they debuted in 1997 uh Jean with um their first album and uh really the 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 single Tell Me, which features another legendary artist called Um Jun Hua, who not part of YG, but is a fantastic singer of herself. Go check her out. They had a she featured in the song Tell Me, and that became a huge hit and basically helped save YG as a company then and there. And uh where this duo was the reason why YG was able to essentially survive in the early days. Uh the group went on to release three more albums. And of course, those albums also featured hit songs such as Ayo and Phone Number. And one of their albums actually features uh, two 90s hip-hop groups, uh, Cypress Hill and Mob Deep. For anyone that knows hip-hop, 90s rap, uh, yeah, they, they did that. And uh, that album was released in 2001 that they featured in. Uh, the group went on hiatus for 2004 to 2014. Uh, basically, you know, Sean you know, got married, had a couple, the, the had like four kids. Yeah, one of those definite hiatus, one of those totally normal hiatuses that lasts 10 years. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally normal hiatus. Normal, uh, totally Sean mainly got married, had some hiatus. kids. That's, that's definitely not just a breakup that then they got back With together. However, definitely a high, definitely a totally planned hiatus length. Definitely planned. Totally planned. But uh, basically, both of them, though, stayed with YG and actually moved up in positions of YG and got basically jobs that paid them more I better mean, consistent money. Yeah, that's that's sort of a normal thing that happens when you are sort of on the ground floor of a company that like begins to make the money. You sort of get like stock and like positions of power. And they're like, we'll keep you around. You stuck with us in the beginning. Yeah. Even if you, you know, whether you helped us out from the get-go or maybe you necessarily didn't, but you still stuck around, we'll treat you nicely, you know? But anyways, uh, back at, however, in 2014, they appeared on a special episode of Infinity Challenge. Uh, I think it was called Sun Sunday Saturday Night is the Singers, and this episode was one where they featured a bunch of other 90s acts, including Um Jun Hua, amongst many other people. And that same year, they were also judges on Show Me the Money 4, which is a the premier hip-hop reality MNET competition show. Uh, still going on. Um, the 11th, by the time this episode comes out, the 11th season will be started and ongoing crazy but anyways uh they also released a single in 2015 uh tell me one more time and that's basically been it they've been on highest since as a music group but they it seems like they're i think they're both I mean, still working at yg so yeah yeah um I mean, clearly honestly, not, that worked out for not them much to say about them because i think at this point they just they have positions of power mm -hmm. it's a what a lot what happens with a lot of these like super early groups and companies is that like they gained a little success, and now at this point, they are in positions of power in the company, and they can just sort of do whatever the fuck they want. Essentially. They never have to release music again, and they'll have a steady stream of income forever because they just work at YG. Basically. Yeah. Honestly. Clearly worked out for them in the long run, and, you know, out. the group was, yeah. the duo was instrumental of helping YG essentially survive in the beginning, so 
and surprise, also, surprise. it does set the tone for YG's music going forward. Yes, you could see from the YG very beginning, does, it's very much from hip-hop. the very beginning. I think YG had. I mean, you even looking back at Sotiji and the boys. Oh god, like, yeah. Oh god, yeah. I mean, speaking of continue on with the hip hop trend, uh, YG yeah. had an idol group, uh, one time, made up of four members: Danny M, or known as Tabin, uh, Teddy Park, who you may or may not be familiar with these days, OG Juan, oh, and Son Beck Hyun. Definitely still alive, Teddy Park. Yes, definitely still alive. Definitely not just an AI Teddy Park. Yeah, no. We'll get into my theory on Teddy later on. Yeah. We'll talk about a more recent. Group, yeah, the interesting thing. The interesting thing about this group. Teddy Park. Yeah, the interesting thing about this group is that Danny was the only one that was a singer. The other three were rappers. So right from the get go. Again, uh, the, very, I like Jesus establishing like a sound. Yes, a sound, a style, and also beginning the trend in K-pop that apparently has made a comeback in recent years. Of a very much out, very much giving more rappers than singers in a group. Yeah, but honestly, I'd it's argue these these guys are pretty around. good for the beginning, the early days. I thought this this group was pretty has pretty good members, rappers. I will say, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, Tanny and Teddy were both from LA. Uh, apparently, Danny got his uh, Korean name Taben actually from his grandfather when he was just like, "Hey, Grandpa, give me a Korean name." The Grandpa gave him Korean name. So, random That's fun cute. fact. Yeah, they debuted in 1998, uh, late 1998, with a single one time. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, they ended up actually being pretty successful. Uh, not super successful, but pretty good and helping further establish YG. They had five albums uh, total, uh, they, which also includes uh, one of them. The fourth one includes a hit song, Hot Dugu. Hot Dugu, Hot, Hot, Hot Dugu, Hot. Uh, that's that's a fun one. I like that one a lot. Um, Danny, in particular, actually released a solo album in 2004. And then, basically, the group went on hiatus since 2006 when uh, I think it was OG Juan who had to go Again, do his mandatory military. Again, definitely a hiatus. On hiatus. And basically stuck on hiatus. It is 2022. Yeah. I don't know at what point hiatuses turn into unofficial disbandments. But I'm gonna say that's that a question we're still trying to figure out in like recent K-pop. But, but yeah, they have not like, gone back I'm, I'm since, a, so go, I mean, they're basically disbanded. I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say 16 years. It's pretty good. Is a high? I think that's a disbandment. Yeah. Again, that's just me. Again, I'm gonna go on that too. I like to think 16 years, where again there are 2004 K-pop idols that have already debuted. Basically. Yeah, like, the, like a, and they have never had a song come out in their lifetime from this group. I think it's time, yeah. YG. I think it's I time. know that it's a little late. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't I think know it's what kind it's of at the point where it's like it's, it's been, I think it's been too long that if they were just to say it, it would be weird. Yeah, so, it would be weird if they. It's been sixteen it, years. It, again, I'm keeping track of all the disbandments of this year. Would it be weird if I put on the list of like newest? Uh, CLC, one time, <laughs> just all of that. One time are for your mind. Disbanded in twenty twenty two. Jeez, yeah. Um, the only other it interesting thing is weird. that Owen Son are actually still friends and now are running the restaurant as business partners. Danny actually Thrive. in the early days, uh, had hit an Mnet show. Uh, Danny from LA, I think, from like at least starting in twenty twelve. I don't know if it's still a thing, but Again, he had an Mnet connection for a while. And then the most notably, Teddy Park. foreigners getting getting shows on <laughs> Korean television. Apparently. But Teddy Park, though, 
He has decided to still stick around in YG. Still alive, Teddy Park. Teddy Park has actually stayed in YG and basically oh, is Teddy. responsible for the music of Two Twenty One and Blackpink. What? Yeah, um, in his early days. Yeah, and Somi. And Somi as and well. Somi in the Black Label. Yeah. And then, of course, he's currently running the Black Label, which he originally founded with. Uh, I think Zion T yep. was part of it, but then Zion T recently left. Yeah, his own Zion definitely, T was own label. definitely Teddy Park putting out the top quality K-pop <laughs> songs of this generation. Oh Jesus! I say. Totally. We'll get to my opinions on the quality of so Teddy Park's music. How do you Park's feel music. about Teddy's quality music? I mean, what do you think it's quality or not? We'll a lot get of it's there. iconic. Look, look, a lot of it's it is iconic. iconic. He's, but iconic he's done, he's done the same thing, I know. but just a slightly different and worse Teddy each Par- iteration. If you told he's me Teddy it. Park stopped producing music <laughs> and in 2012, I would believe you. If you told me that Teddy Park just became a hermit in 2012 and all YG has access to is songs he wrote that year and before, I would believe you. Yeah, to say he has a consistent is style is Teddy very Park much an style. understatement. He's very predictable. But, like, to the point where I don't think he's up to... Like, I don't know if Teddy Park has listened to music beyond when he was writing for 21. I don't know if he knows what current music sounds like. Because, like, it just sounds like more of his own mute. Like, all of it sounds like I mean, like either way, sound, he's, no he's the one laughing to the bank at the end of the day. Because, no doubt. Again, we'll get to, <laughs> again, we'll get to my opinions on the quality of the music when we get to the Quality's questionable, but either way, more. sold a lot, streamed a lot, and he's laughing his way to the bank. Yeah, but is that because of the quality of the music? Because generally speaking, It was popular either way. Know. I'm not saying it was here's quality, but it was here's popular. The, no, no, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. If those songs were given to new goo girl groups, would they be popular? I, I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> I will. No. Probably not. I will. No. Uh. If you gave if you gave even 21 songs to new goo girl groups, nobody would give a shit. Either way, it's still sold. It's still sold money it's somehow. It's YG. Of course it's going to sell. But uh, along with Moving along. along with the, all these Moving. two other groups, there were actually a string of other artists under the group. Uh, notably Perry, who actually back in the day in previous music shows, you could see a very, very young G-Dragon performing with them. And even in one of them slipping on stage entirely. Poor thing. Uh, Sweetie, which is a group we basically touched up upon due to the uh, <laughs> one of the members uh, being tricked into marrying YG, the man. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, again, look up that group. Look up how that group, honestly, if we're talking about mismanaged of YG, we've only been talking about good management from YG thus far because, again, it sort of let people do whatever they want. You want to know what's bad management? Purposefully tanking a group. <laughs> Can you tell I'm angry about No, this? you're not Can angry, you Sammy. You're not angry Can at all. Can you tell I, like, think it's this is... Because I, I, they're fine. They're not, like, the best group of the 90s. They're not a group I particularly, like, They were find. pretty generic. They were very they generic. Were fine. You could tell that they they're were whatever. heavily influenced I, I by American R&B. It's I like... also don't think that that group was going to go too many places. Yeah. But, like, just the fact that they, one, essentially purposely tanked them because... It is admitted by YG himself. It is casually he's in admitted an this. He has said this. There is there is evidence of him saying this. This is not theory. This is not rumors. Of him saying he stopped giving them comebacks and that he essentially wanted this group to fail because he liked one of the members. That's fucked. That's manipulation. Do not get into a relationship with your boss. 
That's or your okay. former boss, probably. <laughs> Just in general. He was her boss. He was her boss. Well, he too. was, he, but I think after they disbanded, he became a former yeah, but boss. He t- but still. No, but he tanked her career yes. so he could be her yes. former boss. Yes. Like, that's not... Also, you like, know what makes this worse? She's the sister of a guy who is a member of a group that eventually gets joins into YG. We will get to that later. Um, we'll get to a lot of things, but... Like, if we're talking about management issues, this is the biggest management blunder that YG has ever made because it just turns into... That's such a hot mess. Oh, God. Like, everything else can be attributed to, like, bad management decisions are made every day. You don't know the future. You cannot predict what... This is because the boss is horny over someone younger than him. Yeah, this is actual, like... (laughs) misconduct in the office basically like this is this is not an okay situation even if he supposedly waited to the group disbanded and blah 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 but like and she was an adult yeah and here's the thing i don't care the reason that group disbanded is because you wanted them to disband he admitted that he purposely didn't give them any comeback and like purposely mismanaged them so they would disband and also who has the final say on whether or not that group disbands the boss. You do as this mate as the main boss of this company. You have a say in it. Like, I'm sorry, you manipulated the situation. You did this. Like, it is one of the worst situations that I've heard of because it is not that someone made poor financial decisions. It's not that someone even like stole money from the company and it was like, this is just this is uh, purposeful. This is purposefully fucking with not even just her as the person that he wanted to get with, but Everybody else in this group got yeah. The other over. two girls got screwed over. The other two girls because their boss was horny over, over the one girl that he eventually married yeah. because she got pregnant. It's fucked. Moving. Anyways, on. Um, some other groups that we're gonna uh, They had over. a duo called Big Mama. They were two women. Uh, they weren't actually huge people, but th- that was the group name. Uh, singer named Lexi. Be surprised if they were though. And then uh, two other artists that actually are more notable on OSTs and charts: Gummy and Weeson. Especially Weeson. I actually recommend checking them out. They're pretty good artists. But yeah, um, the, uh, I will say th- one other anecdote before OSTs. moving on t- uh, to our next person. I will say um, <laughs> there are some YG back in the day used to do um, uh, company albums. If you ever look up, like, the YG, YG uh, Millennium one, there's, like, one I of them mean, where they're all sitting holding, like, assault, fake assault rifles, and it's in, like, 90s futuristic clothing. I've heard a, I've heard a lot of the YG family albums, because I played a lot of that YG, like, rhythm game that was out for a little bit. It wasn't, it's not Superstar or whatever, but YG had a separate one, so I played through a lot of, like, the really bad-sounding YG family songs on that. God. Again, I think... <sighs> Weirdly, there are times where I kind of want those because family songs used to be a thing for like every company. In a weird way, I want them to return because I find them almost endearingly embarrassing. I don't want those anymore. I find them weirdly endearingly embarrassing because they're so bad. Well, here's, and no the, one looks here's happy. the thing with that is now when there's but, family songs, 50 50 chance it's a Christmas song. And Fair. I don't want it's any usually more Christmas, a Christmas music. Song. Again, if if I could request that they're not like, don't do them for Christmas. Do them for like a different house. Like if they could just do, at like, any a, other point in the any year, other that's point. not Christmas. Don't make them a Literally Christmas anything song. anything but Christmas. Because again, the Christmas songs are always shit. But the ones that aren't Christmas songs, because there's some that are not, I find them endearingly embarrassing. Uh, but yeah, moving on. Um, who wants to tackle? Sure. 
So, next notable artist out of YG Entertainment was the soloist Seven, who debuted in 2003, and he was the first actual, like, quote-unquote K-pop idol of the company. And it was also the first time YG tried to cross over into the American market, and that didn't really go well for Seven, but this is kind of the same situation that, like, happened with the Wonder Girls, where, like, the companies are trying to do Western American promotions and, like, don't really know what they're doing yet. So I don't don't really put that blame on them too much. Again, it's one of those things where if somebody needed to fail, somebody needed to fail. Also, I always get... I always have to figure out my thing with Seven because I always get his American career confused with Rain's American career because they happened at like the same time. So you know how YG and JYP do their weird training battle things all the time? The first one they ever did was Rain and Seven. Of course it did. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, no, those two came came to prominence around the same time. Those two were constantly competing and like I can... You gotta, cause I keep. I always think that it was Seven that did that terrible American movie. Oh yeah, it was not. It was Rain. <laughs> Seven did a bad drama called Princess Hours. Oof. Yeah, I, I will say the only thing that they did no, with Prince Seven Howard is that they did own. actually push him into both China and Japan as well, so he managed to release albums in those two respective I countries. I mean, they, they pushed, they pushed, they so they pushed, they pushed him like Rain was pushed in a way. So they pushed him, they pushed him in China, they pushed him in America, they pushed him in Japan, they pushed him in every market that they could possibly imagine yes. to push people in. And considering also this is their first attempt at a K-pop idol and it's a soloist and it's like not even a group yet is probably yeah. like really confusing for them trying to figure out what to what to do with him really. Yeah. Yeah. Again, because he's not hip hop. Well, not no, that much hip hop. It's his. He he isn't he like there are elements to it, yeah. but Seven is really trying to focus on like the broad pop spectrum. Yeah. As opposed to everything that they've done before this, which is far more. Not niche, but, like, not as poppy. Yeah. And, yes, I don't think there's that many, less we do know about, like, the disciplinary action and his military. Doesn't matter. That does nothing to do with YG. We are aware that that's a scan. That's a, that is a specifically a seven scandal. Mm-hmm. That is not a YG scandal. They had no ability to make any form of. Yeah, he like, did have a military uh, kerfuffle, but, like. At that point, but, he like, was in the military YG when that happened. YG couldn't do so. anything about that. Like, YG literally couldn't help or hurt him. That was him in the military. Yeah, this was when he, him and uh, someone of Mighty Mouth visited a massage parlor. So. Yeah. YG can't help him there. Can't but control his urges, I guess. I, I will say, I will say that I don't think YG ever particularly promoted them poorly. Him poorly, specifically. Yeah. I think that they. I think there's a lot of experimenting right. that had to happen, considering yeah, he was again, the I don't first think of the, his type. Really, again, I don't think trying to make him a star in China, Japan, the U.S., an actor, and like 18 other things that they were trying to push <laughs> with this man was like the best idea. But like, I guess throw everything at the yeah, wall. Maybe and we see didn't have sticks. to do all of those things at once. But you like, know. maybe it probably like maybe especially with one person. In either way, he stuck with YG till 2015. So yeah, he was there a long he ass did. time. He was there forever. Of course, his popular like, kind of tapered by then, but you know. I mean, he has been there since 2003. Like, very few people popular in 2003. Yeah. Are popular in 2022. 
Seven, I think, has sort of stayed at least as a legacy artist. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So next we come to... Now we're going to start with the big ones. The ones that we have more to talk about. Yes. And I have the lovely task of going through all of Big Bang scandals. Oh, Big Bang. A lot. Bang. So many. We've talked about so many of them already, too. We've already so spoken about a lot of most them. We're of going them. to reference other episodes. So we're just going to go... We are not going to explain these in detail. We are going to give the spark one line notes. and then tell and then sort the of spark say notes how, of the scandal the spark yeah. notes version of these scandals. Look them up. They have been extensively, extensively spoken about by many people. Uh, so spark notes version. We're going to talk very quickly about how they were handled by YG the company. So in 2006, we get the boy group Big Bang. So prior to debut, they had a pseudo-survival show, one of the first, where um, Sung of Beast was also in the lineup and was dropped last minute before their debut in favor of Sungri. I will continue to mention how, in my mind, those two would have switched lives and it would be a clusterfuck. Because looking back, what would have happened? So much. It so would have been weird. Be what, a bi- so like we wouldn't have had troublemaker probably. Or, or we, or in my mind, we would have had troublemaker, but with Sungri, and that wouldn't have happened. But it would in my exactly. Mind, Hence, we wouldn't have had troublemaker. Just doesn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't exist. But in my mind, like there is like a two seconds where like their lives just parallel switch, mm-hmm. like. Hyunsung gets the same solo songs that Sungri got, and I'm like, that wouldn't happen, that doesn't fit him, but just imagine it. So, that happens. That's not a scandal, that's just a fact. Yeah. Uh, in 2008, uh, Taeyang gets a solo debut. In 2008, Daesung also gets a solo debut. In 2009, uh, 9 through 2011, they had a nearly two-year break from group activity, so they're active from 2006 to 2009, from 2009 to 2011, they sort of go on a little mini break where uh, GD goes solo in 2009, and then 2010, 2011, we get the GD and Top album, which was mainly the focus of every all of that promotion. Uh, and then in 2011, they go back to making group music, but also in 2011, G Dragon has his marijuana scandal. That was interesting <laughs> in of itself. I think that 2011. 2011, a lot of where, things happened in 2011. A lot of things happened. We'll get. Well, let me finish what happened in 2011, and then I'll get to my theory. <laughs> which in 2011, we also get Daesung's car accident, which is a. More people know about the GD marijuana scandal. Daesung's car accident is that he was in. A car accident where a man died. Yeah. Um, it was in Japan, right? I don't think no, so. No, it was in Korea. But it's a huge. But oftentimes people think it's a huge part of the reason why he mainly why did so lot work Japan. in Japan. He does not. That is also yeah. why Daesung does not do work in Korea. Yeah. That often. And then in 2011, also Sungreed has a solo debut. I think that 2011 is the year where. This is, looking back, I think that this, this is the year that YG is at the height of its power. Big Bang is a massive success. Yes. By this point, 21 is a massive success. Also, by this point, Psy is gaining a lot of popularity. Because even though this is before Gangnam Style, Psy massively popular in Korea around this time. Uh, you also have a bunch of like other things going on. This is where YG is at the height of its power. YG is able to essentially get GD off of these marijuana charges. Mm-hmm. And you see how drugs are treated now. Yes. You get time. Yeah. G-Dragon ended up with nothing. 
He lucked Nothing out. Nothing happened to him. Hardcore. He lucked out, and this also you get Daesung who has a car accident that kills a man. God only knows what was going on. That was probably actually an accident, but unscathed. Nothing like he can't really do solo work in Korea that much, but for the most part, he unscathed. Like this is the drug scandal with the least amount of consequences, considering the fact that the next year he is able to put out an album with no problem. Oh yeah, no he, yeah he. This is like YG height of their power. This is YG height of their power being able to sweep shit under the rug. Because I'm sorry, when your excuse is, yeah, I didn't know it was weed, I thought it was a normal cigarette, who the fuck confuses weed with a normal cigarette? What the fuck? Alright, so then, from 2013 to 2014, Big Bang goes on another two-year hiatus because GD is in a, quote, creative slump. Which, I mean, um, does actually happen to artists. And to be fair, this was also after Fantastic Baby, when but they really also- blew up, so... Yeah, Could, but realistically also, as possible. this begins, in theory, YG's uh, pattern of giving their groups unnaturally long hiatuses. Yeah. Yes. Because... Unnaturally yeah, long for Big, big Bangs, Big Bangs are longer than most of their other groups. Fair. Yeah, yes, I would say fair. unnaturally long for K-pop. Probably but would be seen as more normal from the States, but for K-pop, pretty long. But for K-pop, yes. like, we're dealing with K-pop. Yeah. K-pop, these are ridiculously long hiatuses. But also, even for a Western artist, with uh, that 2009 to 2011, because they were doing other things, mm-hmm. but, like, just to go radio silent, from 2013 to 2014, it's almost radio silence yeah. from Big Bang. That's why they, I think, why that's why they didn't made in 2015 and had, like, a shit ton of music yeah, that year. Yeah, because it was ridiculous. Because it had yeah, been a while be, since then. Yeah, 2015 mm-hmm. had be, was, like, Big Bang's year. Because then they did, like... Ten, was, like, ten songs all in the one year. Yeah. And I think GD actually released an album in 2013, 2014? 2013, uh, he released an album. Coup yeah. yeah. That was, like, yeah, right before that hiatus, like, really got underway. Yeah. So then in 2017, Top and Lists, shortly after news of his marijuana scandal breaks to the media, uh, a few days later, he is found unconscious in police barracks due to a drug overdose because, yeah, that, that happened. Ugh. That is that is another thing where it's like you see how these two drug scandals being six years apart mm-hmm. were treated very, very differently. Yeah. I think that even by this time you see that YG's power and influence sphere is sort of different where like twenty seventeen is a big top, turning year for YG yeah. and its like status in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Twenty seventeen was really especially the considering big the fact that, that I think the other thing with it was is that Top at that point was in the military. He had gone into the military before. Well that in G Dragon's drug scandal happened in Japan. Well the other thing with it is that I think that the the thing with Top is that Top was out of their sphere of influence everything about yeah, that he was, was in like military the courts military. at that yeah. point it was yeah. military everything about that was handled by the military yg had far less ability to finagle anything out of it yeah. which is i think how a lot of them get out of these scandals mm-hmm. so there's that plus the fact of like by this point i think the sphere of influence of yg has sort of changed a little yeah so then in 2018 we get good news uh, Tae Yang gets married to his girlfriend, now wife, uh, 
Min Hyo Rin, who he'd been dating since 2013, and then in 2021 they uh, had their first child. It's cute. They met on his set um, for a music video too. Um, I think it was for a B side wedding? they filmed for. Was it, for uh, that was her wedding dress. I thought it was wedding day. No, I don't think wedding it was wedding dress. dress. This was. I think this was, was for 2013. They met. This was for his solo album. I don't know. Yeah. But um, that happened. And then 2019, Burning Sun happens. I'm not going to go into Burning Sun. Burning Sun was a cluster. We talked about Burning, Burning Sun. Sun. We, we have, have a two and a half Burning hour Sun. podcast on Burning Sun alone. The only important so, thing about Burning Sun to know. Sungri yeah. retires at that point. Sungri is gone. Because like, he didn't really we have a choice. We washed our hands <laughs> of this. And then Sungri the goes of- to prison. <laughs> And then also between the fallout of that and the fallout of a bunch of like tax scandals of YG, this gambling is also t- what other things. gambling and tax scandals and a bunch of other stuff. This is also the catalyst for YG, the man, yeah, stepping back from YG, yeah, the company. Uh, and then in 2022, all members are discharged from the military, and they had a um, like a digital single comeback this year. And then T.O.P. Yeah. leaves but at this YG. Point, yeah, top leaves yes, YG this year as well. So like immediately now after we're that. down to th- now we're down to three, and who knows what the future of Big Bang holds. Top Honestly, also I seemingly think... very happy to be out of YG Entertainment. Top, I think, seemingly very happy to be out of being an idol. Yeah. Well, I so, I think I th- I want to blame Top. Like the dude's been burned. Again, over I think the Top has very good reasons to be thankful of not being an idol anymore. But yeah. I think he's thankful. So what do we think of the the I think Big Bang <sighs> got weirdly, I think Big Bang flew too close. I think Big Bang is the Icarus of Yes. <laughs> Big Bang is the Icarus. Honestly, that's pretty appropriate, I think. That like they blew up YG. They did. Big Bang massive. They made they YG did. the company as it but, is today. But they also made them the company that it is today, and they were their downfall. For better and for yeah. worse. Burning Sun they were both was the rise the and the fall of they YG were the rise and the fall. Because yeah, they, really, Sungri like, was. I want to say the rest Sungri of them were, but really was Sungri. by himself really yeah. just so, yeah. the entire really. company. <laughs> but, like, thinking about it, like, you have them, you also have them creating patterns in YG, like, them being, them proving essentially that you can take big gaps in groups and the group's popularity will stick. That is the beginning with Big Bang. Yes. That is something that they will continue to do mm-hmm. with. I think every single one of their artists, all of them do this, except maybe Akmu, but Ak- we'll talk about that. Akmu's different, like, though. Akmu almost doesn't count. Yeah. But, like, looking at their groups, they do this all the time, at least in the early stages. This proves that this is something that's possible. They become massively popular. They prove that every one of these people can do solo debuts. They prove that you can have ridiculous amount of success and then they also prove they also prove that yg is a powerful company that can also has influence outside of music they can get you out of a fucking drug scandal hell yeah which is and i mean hell yeah for if you also, are an artist and you need that but otherwise and they also prove <laughs> that there is a limit to what they can get you out of mm-hmm. because burning sun no one can get you out of. No, that that's just too way, much. Too much. way too much. Like, it's no too much. It's too much. Too much corruption just to yeah. like Burning easily escape by the, that. And then Burning Sun becomes the catalyst for investigations about your tax evasion and your uh, gambling statuses and your like 
all these other things that like maybe they weren't gonna look into but now that they're already looking at you maybe let's like dig god i remember there's a whole thing with moving files from yg that was a whole freaking scandal of them trying to get rid of everything was a mess i think that they are big bang is Big Bang is one of the most influential K-pop groups of all time yes. for many reasons, but I also think that they prove they are the rise and fall of a full fucking company. Yep. Or at least a chapter of a company. I mean, now I think we are, we are in a comp- current YG feels like a completely different YG than 2015 YG. It does. It feels like an indie. It does. Even though there are some of the same artists, some of the same everything, but for the most part, they feel like two completely different companies. And I think that there was a major, maybe not change in sound, but change in at least maybe company culture or like what the company is Mm -hmm. between the two eras of YG, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, Big Bang is just, like, one of those things that just kind of makes me sad. <laughs> because of all the, like, Sungri, God, he just, like, tarnished so much for the group for Sungry me. fucked up a lot. Like, and I also liked his solo music to the most initially as well, I, so that, I, like, fucks with me. I haven't listened music. to his solo music since all this shit Not, went down. No. Weirdly, other than G-Dragon, who I think is the best artist out of... Of the Big Bang, Bang? yeah, I agree. Maybe- of Big Bang, yeah. definitely. Maybe up there with some of my favorites from YG generally. Mm-hmm. But like in terms of the other three of in terms of the other I, I say other three, there's other it's four of them. Sungri was there. Yeah. Uh I've deleted him from my mind. <laughs> of the other four, I did like probably Sungri is the second most because it was far more my style and I just cannot listen to that music anymore. It's weird. Yeah. He becomes someone that you almost like. We, I I know we it's weird to, to think like, how Taeyeon has been like the cleanest member of Big Bang. He's a good Christian it's boy. It's weird for me so, still to think that he's such good a good Christian, Christian boy. It's honestly amazing. That's not even a honestly, joke. it's impressive. He, just is he a good I don't know what the boy. fuck he did to keep himself grounded, but he clearly baby. it worked. He's got a baby now. Congratulations to him and his wife, and that baby boy. Yeah. Uh. So. But yeah, how do we feel overall about management? I think that YG almost had to be reaction because Big Bang. I feel like it feels very everything about it feels very reactionary. Yeah. So that's what I happens think, when every single member lo- of your group has major scandals. Yeah. I also think that generally speaking, I think that this is one of the major culture shifts of YG. I think in early stage YG, you see them sort of allow these groups to do whatever the fuck they want yeah maybe not we'll get to 21 maybe not as much with 21 but at least with big bang and even looking back to like your sevens and your one team and all of that like they seem like you're like letting the artists guide what they want to do as opposed to like current yg which i think is essentially been forced to become your normal idol company which is that like yeah no we gotta we gotta rein these kids in before they fuck shit up well i mean getting their ass exposed to the universe through the burning sun scandal and the fallout of you know yeah yg the man i think kind of like was like we need to shift shit now yeah that's what i'm saying when you give them too much freedom 
you get Burning Sun. How do you not expect K-pop companies to be a little stricter? Yeah. Especially the company that had Burning Sun happen to them. Not even to make sure that they're better people, just on the basis of just making sure they don't embarrass them in the future. Yeah, like, absolutely fucking not. We just need them to act like normal people, not psychopaths. Yeah. Not psychopaths like who active, do what burning like active criminals. Mm-hmm. Like there's a like weirdly there is a different like I feel like if YG's worst scandal were like the mer- like if YG was known as the drug company, I feel like they would just sort of let it like yeah sure we're like we can get them out of like drug scandals aren't that bad they're like the cool company. No, the minute you get shit like Burning Sun, that's when you're like, well fuck. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if it was like a lesser scandal. Like, if it was just that they, like, If it wasn't, like, the largest scandal in the K-pop industry. No, then you get fucking Burning Sun, which, like, put a bunch of people in jail. Yeah. Idols in jail. Such a mess. It's such a a terrible mess, mess, but... Sungri's still in jail. Sungri's gonna be in jail till, like, the beginning of next year. Yeah. Not long enough, in my opinion. No, I just... Sungri currently still in prison. So I think Jung Jun Young is either out of jail or almost out of jail, too. So that's also very upsetting. Depressing. Depressing. Doesn't Sungri still also immediately have to do military service after prison? I thought he did it. I thought he already did it. Before and then went into prison? Yeah. Is that the I didn't think it would start until he was done. Sure. Well... Then we'll see what happens next with him. Or we won't, and we never have to hear about him again. I vote for the second one. I, I wouldn't be surprised, though, for tabloid's sake, they try to talk about him in Korea. I don't news. think there will be allowed to have a career anymore. I don't, I don't think, think anyone will, will allow but that. like, who the fuck knows? I hope I never have to be confronted with him again. Alright. Next so group. Would you, who, Maria, do you want to go through the next group? Sure thing. Um, we're going to talk about why the first, uh, I guess you could say there was Big Bang, then there was their sister group, To Anyone. Uh, they debuted in 2009. Uh, their song, Fire, became a hit smash. Um, a lot of songs after that became smashes. All thanks to the, uh, for better or for worse, uh, the uh, music production and writing of uh, Teddy Park. Oh, he appeared, and he mainly does a lot of songs for. He appears and will not yeah. go away. Will not go away. They we'll kind of stick him with the women. Away. They're just like, you will do the woman music. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This also begins YG's absolute pattern of the men are allowed to make their own songs. The women, Teddy. Yes. Yes. The that, women, that is still, here's, still here's what we're Teddy. doing in YG Entertainment. Here is Ted Ted. Men, Teddy boy. figure it out. Figure it out, women, Teddy boy. here. But yeah. Here's Teddy. But anyways, uh, 2013, CL has a solo debut. 2014 is where Park Bomb had her whole Adderall drug scandal thing. Um, which again, which we talked about been the a big deal. Iceberg. We talked about that already. But basically that put her on ice for doing um, work too much. And in April yep. of 2016, Minzy leaves YG and uh, Dara and CL renew their contracts with YG later that year. And then, uh, but the group the, does disband in 2016. And CL, Dara, and Park Bomb released a, a song Goodbye in uh, January of 2017. And then eventually, uh, is Dara still under YG? I think so. I think so. I believe so. Okay, so Dara's still under YG, but CL leaves YG in 2019. And uh, basically has probably released a way more music than she ever did when she was under uh, Absolutely. YG. I think, again, looking at 21, 
twenty one was from two thousand nine through let's say twenty sixteen because twenty seventeen. It was January twenty seventeen. So that barely counts. We're not gonna we're not gonna count it. Looking at the amount of music released by twenty one, it is not that much. It's not a lot. Be- be- it is not a lot, and also you got compared to their contemporaries, of- it's not a lot. Again, compared to the not even contemporaries, compared to their peers, compared the- to any other their peers, their contemporaries and their peers. Career. Yeah, yeah, compared to their peers, they were releasing almost again. This a lot of people get surprised by how few, how little. Me- again, we'll get to Blackpink. I think Blackpink is they're they're pushing it on the amount of music Blackpink is releasing to an extreme but it's not that like 21 ever had a great comeback schedule they're like on yeah blackpink is essentially on the 21 Again, schedule blackpink is maybe yeah. pushing it like yeah. they're pushing that to like they're pushing like the 21's uh amount of music to like the brink because again i still think 21 got a little bit more yeah but it wasn't by like a lot a lot of people compare blackpink to like their contemporaries are like a different girl group from a different company but like even with yg like yg does this all the fucking time let's also talk about how yg would constantly call 21 the his ugly, ugly? girl group yeah. yeah he literally yeah. called them ugly and it's like and that's how know. he would talk about them and promote them and i'm just like is this the way you really want to be talking about your only girl group at your company Again, we've heard how YG talks to people. Like, you see, I've seen clips of Mix Nine. YG talks to that to people that aren't even un- that he's not even paying. Yeah, YG, the man sucks. We awful person. <laughs> it's horrible. Not that we needed any more examples of YG, the person being awful. Terrible. Yep. But yeah, twenty one. I think this is Again. pretty clear that the beginning. This is the beginning of the whole longer hiatus for the girl it's groups like, and let's give them little because like, we don't have to put yeah. too much effort into them because they're making a ton of money with no, a few because songs why, and this is why the money. yg strategy of like giving very few comebacks comes into place because then when they do come back it sells like extra well Hot because cakes. people have been waiting for years for it so that's yeah. like and people also just accept whatever's idea. puts in front mm-hmm. of them because yeah. it's like well it's this or nothing it's not even like you can because like you'll take again to give the opposite comparison of a group that probably does too much, you have a twice comeback. A twice comeback, you cannot like a twice comeback because you know in like five months you're gonna get another one that's like, well, this one's better. Yeah. Like you, you can be a little more picky with your twice comeback. I mean, at this point, it's more once a year, but back but in like, the earlier days. But it was like a lot they have a fun. back catalog of like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like they have a ridiculous amount of comebacks. And do. between like you, between your Korean and your Japanese comebacks, you're getting at least two to three a year of everything. Mm-hmm. So at the very least, what you're like, there's a lot more to be picky about, mm-hmm. as opposed to your your 21, which is that like, well, it's this. Or I'm waiting two years with nothing. Yep. Which is unfortunate. It is. Uh, yeah, it's just... Yeah, I've never been a big fan of like how they manage this, the uh, 21. There is a just, very again, clear I way... And they also very clearly push CL to the yeah, gecko. Very clearly. Yeah. Yeah. But, but here is the thing with it. Because we oftentimes talk about how, like, there's management decisions and management choices that we think are, for our opinion, artistically bad. Mm-hmm. But think of it, and, like, this is this is essentially playing devil's advocate, monetarily, it works. It did. 
Because they're like, well, we don't have to put in as much money this so is, we can get still a ton yeah, of money out they, of it. Exactly. They don't have to put in money for three comebacks a year, and they make the money as if they did three comebacks in a year by just waiting a little bit longer. Exactly. I think that overall, like, while I can think that the management decision is bad artistically, this is a fucking company that's here to make money. Yeah. And it is also clearly worked fucking for matter. Yeah, both of his girl groups. It's clearly worked for both of his girl groups, too. Yeah, exactly. Objectively speaking, it worked. Mm-hmm. It, it worked so well that they did it for the next girl group. Yeah, and they, and it and it they had a couple work towards, too. So, like... Yeah. Like, object, like, I, for as much as I can say I hate this from an artistic level, I can't say I hate it from a, uh... Business decision. I can't say they're wrong. I can't say that YG was wrong to do this. So, yeah, business-wise, I wasn't. think it was smart. Artistic-wise, though, I think it was... It's bad. Bad. Again. But, like, to, to talk about it, like, I can say that I don't like it, but I also don't like a lot of 21 songs, so... That's that's entirely objective opinion. That yeah, why? Yeah, yeah, Teddy was really into experimenting with the uh, pop craze in the states during that time that Twenty One was active in he their earlier is. days, which was the he still is the uh, electronic craze, with... the electronic pop craze. He still is. It's twenty twenty two. It's been it's 10. evolved it's been though. It's not the same. It's, it's evolved. Right now, but like it's, he's a, it's like he's, but it. he's like putting out the same type of thing. Yeah, it's similar. He's still there, Teddy. Teddy, it's time, buddy. It's time. But yeah, objectively speaking, I think... Again, I think that's going to be a running theme with YG, which is... I mean, I don't like it, but it worked. YG has such a clear way that he promote that, that look, I guess not really he anymore but the company promotes girl groups versus boy groups it's like they follow yes. the exact same formula every time now and, and it works the thing it's is, not like all it has worked with every single and group the thing it's it worked so far I don't know how much longer secret. it's going to work you know it's uh but the other thing is that like no we'll get to it when we talk about Blackpink but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention it now mm-hmm. but like looking at it it's not even that it's a secret. People fucking make jokes about it. People like like the YG go, dungeon is just like a term YG, we have. It's in just K-pop. a term. Mm-hmm. It is people can people have fucking predicted the structure of YG songs before they come out. Like <laughs> exactly, they, they, they predict a hundred percent of what's gonna happen. And then the there's like the YG ending but, chorus. That's like a thing. Yeah. The term that people know and are aware. But of. here's the thing, it never fails. It always fuck is is especially for their girl groups. It fucking sells every time. Mm-hmm. They have never been forced to change because every time it's a bigger hit than the last one. What they 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 have no reason to change when you're not telling them you want anything. Like you're sure you can say you want something different, but unless you actually, I don't know. Unless there's consequences for what they're doing, they're never gonna change. Yep. Why would they? Exactly. It's a it's a minimal effort, maximum reward strategy. Exactly. Any other company which is like would the ultimate for goal it. for any company in general. Exactly. Like absolutely. Like why the fuck would they change? The and on top of that, consumer fan base still it, streams yeah. the shit out of and listens exactly. to the shit out of music. So like it, the it only way it would change is if the fan base decided to not support their favorite groups anymore, which is not going to happen. And so. decide to exactly. not support it as much as they have with like 
especially with Blackpink. And, like, there's a difference between not supporting it and, like, just deciding, like, no, I'm fucking not, like... And the thing with it is that every time... This happened a little bit with 21, but... Honestly, we'll get to it when we get to Blackpink more so, but, like, even... People have expressed disappointment with YG all the time. And yet, at the end of the day, they listen to it, they stream it. We'll get to Hell, it. Some of them somehow still support Sungri. Still believe in OT5. Yeah, that yeah. Is a, that's a whole Here's other breed of people. Here's the thing. I'm thinking that of a certain particular th- person on the K pop sphere. Yes, I'm aware of who you're yeah. who you're referring to, yeah. but like that is, I don't think that specifically has to do with the YG management. I no, just think I don't. That there are people that are able to that's delude just themselves people into who are supporting crazy. anybody. Yeah, but that people still exists insane. too, by the way. Again, Put that out there. these are the same people that like. They, again, there's also people that admire serial killers in a very odd way. Yeah, so, like, early Tumblr man. There's crazy was weird. people everywhere. Early Tumblr was weird. Current, t- current current Tumblr's still weird somehow. Current, current Tumblr, Tumblr and current people do this. Who uses Tumblr? Moving on. Still? No one no, no. no one. No one cares. Yeah. But let's move on from 21. Anyways. All right. In 2010 is when Sai is going to sign with YG Entertainment. And then in 2012 is when Gangnam Style is going to happen. Woo! We Gangnam all know style. what happens to Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Hey. Oh, fuck Gangnam Style. Hey. Was yep. the oh, one of the most uh, viewed music videos of all time until uh, a lovely yes, Puerto Rican singer took his throne. Yep. But yeah, uh, that was a good song too, Despacito. And I feel like YG handled everything without pretty well because at this point I mean, in time, I they mean, know Psy- what to do. They know what to do with American promotion sort of, more so now. Yeah, you sort of, again. I think that you can say whatever you want about size post Gangnam Style craze i think that they you know there are good steps and bad steps done with that mainly because of how much of a joke Psy himself became and which i think is the more problem with the american yes because Psy was a joke gangnam style itself was seen as a joke song but also Psy became a joke yeah to the western audience which again that's an america problem yeah, that's more of an America problem, and also how they played into it. I mean, they played into it all the way to the fucking bank, and Psy is still a fucking legend. And yeah, yeah. he's still a legend within Korea, at least. I feel like yeah. there is no other way to do that, though. Like, there is no- again, I think that if they- if they tried to play him off as a series- like, there is- there was such a fucking balance to take with Psy, and I think they handled it as well as they could. Yeah. Because, yeah, you have to admit that Gundam Style is a silly fucking song. It is. That's just kind of how Psy but is with his point. songs. They're fun that's and they're kind of wacky, but that's, like, what he does for his music. Exactly. And, again, I think that it was a turning point for... You have to you have to give props to Gundam Style for it being the turning point of K-pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. K-pop was just... It was a thing, but, like... They're, they're, the reason we see BTS, the reason you see Blackpink, you see, the reason that we're that we're all, the reason partially this podcast fucking exists. Yeah. Let's be honest. Somehow, even though I don't, Gangnam Style was not my first K-pop song, the not. reason we're all here is Gangnam mm-hmm. Style. Somehow. Pretty much. It is the, like, it is in the, it's like a defining event. There are defining events in the history of, of certain music. Gangnam Style is a defining event. Mm-hmm. You have to respect it. Uh, Sai is then going to leave YG Entertainment in 2018, and then he goes on to form P Nation. 
That I feel like is more so of Sai just wanting to be in charge of his own company. More yeah. so than him having specific problems with YG Entertainment. Yeah, and he joined YG yeah. in general because he was dealing with a couple controversies here and there. So YG was kind of like a restart for him, yeah. essentially. Again, Sai, if you look at Sai's career, Sai's career is... YG is just a part of it. Sai has had a fucking long-ass career. He's done so much with his life. It's, you know, there's so much in there. Yeah. So then, from there, we get another, another just blip in YG, which is that in 2011, Tableau signs with YG and the other members of Epic High join after their military enlistment. So they're there for a couple of years, and they all leave YG in 2018. Uh, they leave in Again, 2019. Uh, they 2019. The only other notable thing, though, about them is that Tableau does establish a sub-agency high ground, and they do have, like, they included artists like other rappers, uh, producers, mainly, like, Kyoko, Kun, uh, Code Kunst, and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, but for the... For the most part, this is another, like, blip in the YG sphere yeah. of, like, people that weren't established in YG and, if anything, and aren't there currently. Yeah, expose the like, group, though, definitely to, to an international audience. And, and, like, yeah. they're there. They were able to do things, and they, they were moved present. on, you yeah. know? Yeah, it was more like a... It's a stepping stone in the Epic High career, not so much the... The bit. Yeah, it was a stepping stone after the whole Tanjiro thing for yeah. the whole group, so... Which, again... You want more on Epic High scale? Yeah, <laughs> check got our that too. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's like, a hip hop trio. They're gonna be as well managed as We also did that too, didn't we? Yeah. Well, we got the first half of Epic High in the Woolum Entertainment episode, mm -hmm. and then we get the Tableau Stanford scandal on the Scandal Iceberg. So we got and all now of that. we have a little bit. Yeah. We're slowly just gonna go through Epic High's career through various episodes of our podcast. So just you know, kick, check back. Yeah, I mean they 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 I think they the but they they let them do what they wanted because they were established. So like, and they yeah. I they they Again, released like at think... least three albums underneath them. I think. Oh, well, it was it was seven years. Yeah, eight years. So like, they at least yeah, they released at least yeah. Tabo released a solo, um, album, and then like I think the group released like at least three that I can think of within their time at. Uh, YG, yeah. which is pretty good for a hip hop group. Yeah. So then after this, we go on to in 2012, YG, the man, would regularly appear as a host of K pop star. Uh, again, beginning YG, one, gaining a lot of trainees from K pop star. Like essentially, he gets his pick of the lot from that show, where whatever, whoever he sees and wants, he kind of just. Be like, hey, so, you want to come? YG Entertainment. Want to be in YG Entertainment? And a lot of them say yes. But also, again, it also does continue to bring up the fact that we see more of YG the man. And a lot of comments YG the man makes. YG Not the man, a very public figure. Like yeah. JYP becomes, the man. Yeah, becomes the face of the company in 2012 through like he's always the face of the company it's not a secret what yg who yg is he was in soji and the boys all of that other stuff yeah but he becomes essentially like a character and a spokesperson through k-pop star yeah because he is regularly on people's television he is regularly showing his personality he is regularly interacting with the public 
And then that would continue on to other shows like, again, Mix 9. And not so much in K-pop star, but really when you get to Mix 9, the man is a creep. Well, that's also because yeah. that's his show, too. So he's, like, extra fair. weird on that. Yeah, but he's just... Fair, kind of, but, but he's God, a creep. He just acts creepy the whole time. He's just creepy. He's just a creepy, he's a creepy old, old man. man. And, and the older he gets, is. the worse it becomes. Yep. Yeah. It's not fun. I'll also just handle this next one because it's so short. So in 2012, um, we also get Lehigh, a great soloist. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a, a runner-up on K-Pop Star 1. So from there, she signs with YG and then later leaves YG in 2019. Essentially, just when her contract under YG expires, she chooses not to... Yeah, her promotion was interesting from time to time. Again, I think the promotion of soloists generally within K-Pop is like not so much a mixed bag but it's like so dependent on the public's reaction like if the soloist be like i'm not saying she was underutilized because she didn't get comebacks but it was i feel like she could have had more she it's like had, she, she is in the same more. spot as acme where it's like acme i feel like Weirdly, it hurt them and Lehigh are on the weird like YG promotional thing because where they don't get an they don't get as many comebacks as other people, but they get more no. than like their girl groups. Yeah. But I feel like because yeah. they are in a different genre, they should be more active than they are. And also, just like I feel like Lehigh was never pushed because like soloists have this major freedom of just being able to do a bunch of stuff. Like they can do things like collaborations they can do things with like they can appear on different shows they can do a lot of stuff i felt like they never pushed lehigh into almost anything except for her music yeah like she would get a comeback and then she kind of wouldn't do anything else yeah she was quiet for like significant chunks of like stuff that she's released like i'm looking at her work now and it's like there's like gaps there's like big gaps where she was just doing nothing stuck in the yg dungeon as the term goes when you look at her recent stuff where like she's been so much more active recently yeah aomg's been letting her be more active and like she does so much now good for her yeah she's done a lot more in the past like couple years comparatively Mm yeah yeah that's just the weird YG promotional yeah. strategy for you. It's the YG dungeon of it all. Yeah. The YG dungeon of it all. 2014. Akdon Musician, or short for AKMU or ACMU. They win K-pop star 2 in 2013. And also, as a side note, Ban Yedam was the runner-up on that season. He also signed with YG Entertainment at the time. And he would have been 11 years old. We will talk about Ban Yedam later on. In this we'll uh, get video. To we will get to him. spent his entire childhood at YG Entertainment. But yeah, Akmu, <laughs> what did it get him? Very what huge successes. Very huge successes on the show. Uh, got super popular. I mean, I mean, Akmu, a success. A success generally. Yeah. No, no, they it, got huge on the show. They got huge after the show. Better, far better than you would expect a brother, sis, a young, a brother, sister duo to do. Young, very young brother, sister duo. Like, sh- Essentially, child brother sister duo. Yeah, uh, Suyun actually does has a little duo debut with um, Ehi, and they're called as a Hi Suyun. I think that's only a one. Uh, Bobby thing. also in that music Bobby video. Bobby makes yeah. cameo in that Bobby music in video. That very music fun. Video. Before, yeah, that's before Icon Bobby that's, shows up. Yeah, that's, I, yeah that's Bobby before. is like known to the public at this time, but he is not an Bo- Icon yeah, yet. Bobby, yeah, Bobby is known, but not. Uh, 
what's it called? Debuted. Essentially, we had win, but this is that weird middle period between man, win and mix and match. Mm-hmm. Then on 2017, the brother Chan Hyuk uh, enlists in the military, and he returns At in 2019. And then Soyeon basically kind of does her own thing, but doesn't really release. Soyeon gets release. to do nothing during the period of time yep. Chan. She doesn't do absolutely nothing. She like basically started up a YouTube and does some YouTube returns. stuff, they but like. That's no music. So, it's so confusing to me that they didn't solo debut here until after Chan Hyuk came back. Like they had that two-year stretch where they could have had her. Yeah, solo they debuted her in 2020. My uh, question is, they, did they require yeah. Chan Hyuk to write her a song? Because yeah, all of Akmu's stuff is written by uh, Chan Hyuk. He is sort of the. But did he write Alien? I don't think I don't he did think Alien. He did. It doesn't sound like it's like a it Chan Hyuk song. It doesn't sound like him. But like my thing was, did they did they need him to be around? I don't know. Well, it was just, it's just a weird, it's a weird YG things again. It, it is weird YG. Like, it's such a YG random... as a company does feel, like, slightly sexist in, like, a lot of ways for, between yeah. the way that he yeah. promotes I mean, his female yeah. and male artists. Yeah. Such a choice. Such a choice, but this is a group I love a lot. They just have, no, they, these two siblings, they, far... they just have such good music. Like, no, they're great. Even Suyeon's solo stuff's pretty solid. She gets to have her own color by herself without, you know, doing a dojo. Again, her color, yeah, they they have managed to make her uh separate. Her solo stuff is completely different than, different than, than Akmu's stuff. Yeah, yeah, because she gets to do her own thing, try out some things without you know brother's influence. But she hasn't done too too um, much. She's mainly done just OSTs and then just Alien. So, uh, her brother did write lyrics for Alien. Okay. He he was involved, so I guess they did Okay, involved lyrically, but writer. musically, I don't know. No, yeah, I think like he involved the in the lyrics and composition. Okay. I don't know who, if there's, like, I'm trying to find who the other writers here are, but, uh, for the most part, I am seeing that he was involved in the, in this. So, I guess they did need him to come back. Yeah, but it's in it's a style that he would never her. do. No, it's a style that fits her. It's a style that specifically, I guess, it's a style that I can see him being involved in, but that he does not want to participate in. Yeah. He's like, this is yours. Have fun with this. The The thing with them is I think that they could be doing so much more. They're both so talented. Yeah. Yeah. They could be, but and I also I just, wonder if it's just their choice not to, you know, to take their time. And, you know, that's why I go back and forth when it comes to YG stuff, because this is I not a regular know. idol group we're talking about. This is like your average no, artist. I feel like but, I contribute almost none of their success actually to YG Entertainment because no. I have like zero part because of the, the artistic direction YG, or anything with the again, group. I feel like YG is almost just sort of like sitting back and seeing the act. Because, again, I don't think. A I don't think YG as a company has any ability to help Akmu at all. No. What could they give them with the style? I of mean, besides like uh, money for money? a tour and like that's a, what I'm a saying. Music but video. Like, any, co any company, like I feel like again, if they were under like weirdly your SMs, even like your JYPs, I feel like they have more structural like ability to give help to an artist like Akmu. Mm -hmm. And like they both re-signed their contracts, so they're clearly yeah. not unhappy with being at YG Entertainment. So yep. I well, feel like not that unhappy. YG doesn't I feel like 
they are Why really sort of just don't do anything with them and just kind of gives them the funds when they need it and then like that's really the although it, i yeah. still kind of go back and forth whether they actually did purposely not let suyan release music while her brother was busy doing the military or not and i kind of go back and forth on that but honestly I maybe know, she just wanted a fucking break too you know they did they were quite busy from like 2013 onwards and you know maybe who the hell knows the other yeah. thing the other thing i have to think about is them being allowed to do whatever the fuck they want is other than the fact that like chan hyuk went to the military at normal age yeah he he, he was able to pushing fucking yeah 30, he was able to do it like as a normal person do. he is mm-hmm. a he was normal korean age which is for people that don't know it is it the way idols do military service is abnormal because they go when they're pushing into their 30s like they are they wait last minute to have the longest career possible. He went essentially normal age. She was like, what? Like 20, 20 21. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was like, that is usually when they go like right out of high school or two years into college usually. And honestly, good for him. Get it over with while you're young. Yeah. All right. So our next group is winner. So winner debuts in 2014. Uh, got a lot of pre-debut stuff for winner though. So much pre-debut. So in 2010, Sangyun appears on Superstar K2 and then signed with YG the following year. Jinwoo got recruited to YG by Sangri through his Music Academy, which is unfortunate oh, for him. Which again, looking back, questionable. Questionable. Uh, in 2012, Senkun will go on K-Pop Star 1, and then will sign with YG Entertainment the same year after the show. And then Sangyun will solo debut briefly in 2013, um, before Winner even debuts and Win even happens. Makes a little solo debut. And then in, later in 2013 is when Winner goes on the show Win, who is next, with all of the members of Icon minus Chan Wu. And then they were... Um, what a team A on that show. They were team A, mm-hmm. yeah. and they win, and then they debut as winner as they won the I show. Just, I, I, again, I want to put it out there. It is the niece again. I'm gonna say it's the niece slapper opinion that uh, Icon should have won. Yeah, mm-hmm. Icon um, should have won that show. Yes, just putting it out there. Yep, just for climax alone, I think Icon should have won. The thing is, though, is that if Winner did not win that show, they wouldn't have gotten mix and match. Yeah, uh, the, Winner probably I- was the group that would not have been given a second chance. I think it was pretty clear that YG, YG liked was Icon in love more. with Icon and wanted them to debut. Again. So if Winner did not win that show, they wouldn't have debuted. Like, so I'm kind of glad Winner did win ultimately because yeah. they would not have. Looking back, looking back, yes, Winner should have won or else we wouldn't have Winner. But looking at the quality of performances put in front of me, I was also in love with Icon on that show. Mm-hmm. They were better. Sorry. So, oh, Winner's going to have a interesting time right after debut. They so they make their official debut in 2014, pretty immediately go on a hiatus from group activities in all of 2015. So the members this can, become, quote unquote, this would... do solo activities, despite their debut being very successful. Mm-hmm. And also despite them not really doing solo activities. Don't really know what was going on there yeah. <laughs> with that despite whole thing. Not, despite none of them debuting solo for many years. <laughs> don't know what was happening in yeah, 2015 for Winter. <laughs> Again, this would become a pattern with YG boy groups for a hot second until he realized it didn't work like it did for his girl groups. Yes. 
Yeah. Don't know why they were doing that. Um, in 2016, Nam Taehyun will take a hiatus from the group due to health reasons, and then he will officially leave Winner later that year. And that was uh, due then- to creative differences and the fact that I don't think he enjoyed being a K-pop idol. Fair enough. And then looking at the differences between Winner pre him leaving and post him different leaving, group. you really do see the completely different. Yeah, the difference. there's a big difference. You see the honestly. creative differences. He's he's had an interesting turn of events recently too, right? Because now he's on. Well, there. he then he then goes on. He forms a band called the South Club, and that has been all over the place a little bit in like weird like survival shows, weird comments, yeah, weird comments and then have been made scandal. against. Again, weird comments have been made around some of one of my favorite groups. Yeah, he so, somehow um, made himself like drama with one we on yeah. this band and I show will, for some And reason. honestly, if I ever meet this man, it's on site. Oh. It's how fucking dare Sam is going to deck Namtaehyun if you ever meet him. I could I don't know if you'll need to because he's undergoing drug charge. Got under investigation for- But also, have you seen Namtaehyun? I could deck Is it meth? He's under drug charges for I think it is. I think it's meth. I think it's meth. It's question- like I could, I could deck Nam Taehyun. Look at him. The wind could deck Nam Taehyun. Uh, it's uh, it's on site. God. It's me and Nam Taehyun out back. Don't worry about it. Have fucking. We dare don't promote you. violence, but um, I will probably have my moment at some point way, of wanting to deck. People, if you disrespect so. one way, if you disrespect one way. Yep. How fucking dare you? Uh, so How fucking. Geez. No one else. No one else cares about one way i have to care the most so after he leaves that group uh they reform in 2017 and make a comeback after a 14 month hiatus ridiculous just but <laughs> i mean i will say it is really really which did like essentially reset that that's group. it it did get it was, like a complete and it was pretty popular so yeah, it was very popular it's like Winner debuted in 2014 and then went on this long ass hiatus, almost so YG could debut Icon and give them all of their debut giving, promotions yeah, essentially instead. just giving Icon just hey, okay, I know you won, but like but I also like but now Icon's more. debuting and they need all of the YG money, so you're gonna have to sit there for a while. Yeah, because Icon always gave Big Bang little brother big bang vibes well, let's be honest well here's the thing with icon icon just gave yg energy because icon Winter has less like... yg energy yeah except for minnow energy. minnow probably has more yg energy well i feel like Winter and icon's entire careers are so intertwined with each other because they, they really like are. how how is how can they not be because next in later in 2017 Mino debuts in a solo like a sub unit with bobby called mob and then Again. that is I love that subunit. I would Amazing. like more Incredible. things from that subunit, but yeah. I, we have only got the one, the one thing. Also, we mentioned at some point that in 2014, uh, Bobby is in Born Hater, but so is Minnow. Minnow is also in Born at some Hater. point in this whole clusterfuck of time. Yes. So, like, maybe that's the solo group act, solo activities that- they were talking <laughs> yes. about. Is that what they were? Is that what the is that the what one the, solo activity is that the that one Mino thing caught? did they need a whole 14 months to do born hater well like it was a good um, song but is that when Mino goes on show me the money in 2015 that is might that be when he goes on show me, me the money show me, show me yeah Mino goes and show me the money on season four is that in 2015 is that, the, is that 2015 um 2015 i think because the first season was 2012 so 
Yeah, because Show Me the Money 3 is in 2014. We have that on the iPhone yeah. stats. Yeah, so, so, that, yeah, is, so yeah, that is the solo activities be. they were doing, I guess. They needed it they was needed specific solo activities. Yeah. Yeah. And it was him losing. Sh- I mean, getting very far. Getting very far. He made the, the top money, two. He almost won. But, but losing. He almost beat out Basic, again, but. Again, second best on Show Me the Money. He had better competition his season. I'm just telling you that right now. Compared Again, to Bobby. I'm going to be honest with you. I could not care less about Show Me the Money. I know. I know you, you don't. But, like, in my opinion, he Minnow had better competition. For show so me the money. it was kind of like. The competition was definitely harder on Minnow's season, yeah. And he was going against someone who had a better sob story at the end of the day, so. Fair enough. That's Fair unfortunate enough. for him. Yeah. Uh, but getting. So he doesn't. Done. Yeah, so Minnow then solo debuts in 2018. I guess he kind of half solo debuts in Mob because Bobby and Minnow's solo songs were part of that, but, like, officially but a, by a, himself a was in 2018. Mm hmm. Uh, 2020, Jinwoo is going to solo debut. Also, at some point in time, I know that the members of Winners started to take on stage names. I don't care. I learned them by their full names. The stage names same are dumb. I don't like them. The so I'm going to call them by the real names. The <laughs> same thing happens to Icon. We, I learned Icon on win and mix and match by their full God-given names. Yes. They're like, and I... That is how I will continue to refer to them. Like, I'm not going to call Sanghoon Hoon. Like, I think that's just dumb. Like, a Sanghoon. We're not going to call, we're not calling anybody DK and yeah. J. There's already enough of them. We are, we get it. We ain't doing this. <laughs> not today. Um, not so today, then later YG, in today. 2020, Jinwoo and Sanghoon enlisted in the military. Um, and then in 2021, all of the members of Winter renew their contracts for five years, five more years. And then in 2022, Jinwoo and Sangkun both are discharged from the military, and then they get to have this nice little in-between military enlistments comeback. They essentially. Thing. I was about to say, doesn't so that... isn't Minho 29 now? He's got to go. Uh, soon. Minho's got to go. He's got to go now. Sangkun also like has to go now. Got to go now. So like, I'm curious. I haven't yeah. heard about them I, going I, yet. Again, I think it has to be like the end of the. It has the end to be soon. They had to time this like so go. perfectly for the two of them to come like, out perfect. before the other two have to go And it's in. unfortunate that the comeback we got was I love you. Yeah, it's yeah. not great. It's so unfortunate. But looking at it, um, I always forget how old Jinwoo is in terms of winner members Jinwoo because the he oldest. looks the youngest. But he looks significantly younger than the rest of them. He does. does he not? Sangyun also doesn't look like he's the youngest, and Sangyun is also the leader of Winner, so that's confusing. The thing with Winner, and this is the main problem with it, the main problem with my think the management of Winner is that they were trying to debut the losers of the show yeah. before they cared Bef- about them. Essentially, before they could give a shit about the winners and, like, of the show. It's yeah. so unfortunate for them because you could. It's so obvious how much YG favored Icon over them, and so he, I think he was a little bit butthurt they won. So we put him on a fourteen month hiatus while he debuted the well, losers of the show. Well, here's the weird thing: is like I can't won. even say that they were butthurt because the same thing fucking happened to Icon. Yeah. yeah. I think I think YG wanted to prove he could do the same strategy that he did with his pre, like with your twenty ones and with your even with your black pinks, but it doesn't work with boy groups. Boy groups need consistent comebacks, especially yeah. current, especially with the landscape of. You have to remember that the last time that YG had debuted a boy group was two thousand and six. Yeah. yeah, 
and like the YG promotional strategy for boy groups is to like give them like a shit ton of music like right at, at the debut, beginning and then you put them on hiatus for like a year and a half and they you don't yeah. release anything their, immediately they essentially afterwards. lose all of their popularity have to go through a struggle period yeah. and then come back with again if it wasn't for really really I don't think that I think that we would be looking at a very different type of winner because really, yeah. really became a massive really, really hit. Really, really changed and the entire like, the winner as thing. a group entirely. We'll yeah. get to it in a second, but you see the same thing happen to Icon with Love Scenario. And again, I think if you don't get those fucking massive hits, I think by the time we are, we're going to get to Treasure, like you get, he they learn from it. But like looking at it, you have to, they have to come back with these the biggest song of their fucking bigger the biggest hit any group could ask for essentially yeah pretty much and that essentially like essentially re-debuts them to the public yep essentially but overall i think that post that i think winner has pretty been in a pretty decent place yeah they they managed to still say somewhat relevant they're relevant they're popular i think that they're giving a lot of them in individual shit to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, they have a lot of individual activities, members of winter. Mm-hmm. So good for them. Now they just need to get the last two onto the military service, so then get they don't have to deal with that. Get them in there now. Yeah. Specifically get Minnow in Get Minnow in there. Minnow he's like, why, why, why does he extend a year? He's got a lot Minnow of shit has to had do. A lot he's a busy man. I think he needs a break. Oy. But the other thing I think with YG is that you continue to see YG's promotion of one person in their group. Yeah. You get your G-Dragon, you get your CL, you get Minnow. We'll get to the next one, which is, I think, where they try to do two people. And For a while, they try to do two. And then situations out of their control happened. And now they're not to uh, one. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Now let's begin with I. Let's begin Icon, who we've had half their story already told. Yeah. But... Half their story gets told in the winner's story. <laughs> Because they're so intertwined. They're so inter... Like, this is what happens when one company is essentially debuting two groups at the same time. Well, yeah, as they're essentially at the same time. Really not so, a lot of time in between. Uh, so, essentially, in 2014... So, they're going to debut in 2015. But before this, all the members are on win with winner, and they lose their Team B. They were the more favorite team. In my opinion, they were better. The more favorite team also- by the boss. They were more favorite. Hence, team by why the he boss. didn't get yes. rid of them entirely. Again, yeah. they, again, if Icon would have won, if Icon was winner, essentially, we would have never. Winner gotten would those not boys exist today. Winner would not if exist. They, they would have been kicked out of YG. Yeah, probably not why the Koreans out, went like, for winner more so, a little yeah. bit more. Fair enough, but again. Uh, so in 2014, they uh, participated in Mix and Match, which was essentially their re-debut. They finalized their debut. Pick up Chan Wu on the way. Essentially, yeah. Pick up Chan Wu. Everybody else was already on win. They just picked up a member and then debuted. Uh, in 2014, Bobby and B.I. would also go on Show Me the Money 3, where Bobby ultimately wins the season. Uh, also in 2014, Bobby and B.I. both feature on Born Hater, and so does uh, Minnow, which we spoke about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Born Hater is sort of a who's who of rappers. I love that song. Who's who my favorite of, like, of rappers under YG? YG so you also do yeah. YG rappers. I think Verbal Jit and Benzina are also on that yeah, song, too, like, as well. YG rappers YG and friends of and Epic YG High. Adjacent friends of Epic High and like, Benzino's not a joke. He was a big-time rapper back in the day. Yeah. Like, it still Again, is. It's a great... It's a... But also, um, fun fact, uh, Soman. Soman from Card in is in well. that music video. She just they, shows up. Also, Soman... The other thing with Summon from Card, Summon from Card looks the same 
since that music video. She does. Great. Uh, but uh, yeah. I uh, love that song. Yeah, that's Verbal Gentoo was be, also bigger back in the day as well. But Yeah, that's probably my favorite Epic High song. That's Me also too. a very basic opinion. but That's interesting that you do like Born Hater as much, Sammy. I fucking love Born Hater. I love Born that Hater. song. It's, it's like just a, a nice like diss song and I enjoy it. It's a great, it's one of my, it's like the best diss song. It's a cool it's shot great. music video. I'll give it that too. I, mean, I also know? love the music just video, like, yeah. Yeah. The other thing, it's got like a very, in, it's got like a weirdly catchy chorus. I don't know that to get off of Born Hater. Uh, in 2016, Bobby debuts in Mob. Um. Uh, then in 2017, uh, Bobby will have a solo debut, which again I feel happens like three I years after Show Me the Money. <laughs> His solo debut was also I can, like I feel like really I bizarre. Would, like the yeah, songs that he like choice. the singles on that are like not what you would expect him to have as a solo debut at all no not for again i think his second album much better uh much better and also far more in keeping with his style i think because like one of those singles is like weirdly tropical house and it's like i don't know why that's again as the notorious tropical house lover that song is better than it has any right to be but also still not what (laughs) it doesn't seem like that's when bobby's solo debut should be for me the thing that bothers me the most is that from that season of show me the money he was supposed to get an album as well Oh, I'm like not. that was supposed to happen really short from that. So like he did get his album, but like it was three years Eventually. later. It was and way like, too late. Of, and yeah. like the real the real album that should have come out of that, which is Lucky Man, didn't happen for another like yeah. however many like, years, six years, six years later, six seven, seven years, years later. later. Yeah, a choice. Uh, and then also, uh, so he debuts solo in 2017. In 2018, we get Love Scenario, which becomes like. Korea's favorite song. The children love it. Literally, the children. I mean, honestly, the children love it. The adults love it. It's a fucking banger. That style of song was very big in 2018. Yeah. That song is a fucking banger. It's still one of my favorite K-pop songs of all time. I love it. The other thing with it is I also think that that song not winning, like, Song of the Year proves a lot of K-pop awards are fucking rigged. Yeah. (laughs) But looking at it uh, otherwise, uh, 2019, right off the big, uh, I mean, to puns, the big high off of Love Scenario, uh, Bobby would be forced to leave the group nope. due to his drug No, wrong one. Wrong one. B.I. You said Bobby. What did I say? You said Bobby. You said Bobby. <laughs> oh, my apologies. There's a lot of B's happening here. I can't read anymore. Wrong one. Wrong B. person. <laughs> Not Bobby. That's Bobby a is a sweet, wholesome Christian Bobby. boy. <laughs> I will never wrongfully accuse Bobby. I just can't read. Uh, so B.I. would leave the group due to his drug scandal. In 2021, Icon would go on Kingdom. Somehow fucking kill They it. come in last place on Kingdom. They come in last place, but in terms of quality, they fucking killed Amazing. it. Amazing. Incredible. How the fuck did Icon fucking... We had... I had doubts. We have a lot of, we have a lot of coverage on that as well. So much Icon coverage. Icon on Kingdom. If you want a round-by-round coverage of that show, we have that. Yes, we do. Uh, and then in 2021, Icon would announce his marriage Bobby. to his wife. Up, what am I saying? I said Icon's announcing I've... his marriage. You're confusing the bees, girl. No. My You're confusing the bees. My, I'm, like, look, I'm like speed reading these so the lines are blurring together. Bobby announces his marriage to his wife, upcoming pregnancy, and his son is born in December. I'm getting the first word in the line above. September, yeah. <laughs> Yay. So he has a son. He has a father. Yay for icon babies. Yay, babies. 
babies. He's the first. It's the first icon baby. <laughs> again, not sooner than we expected, but uh, again, but like, also, I don't think I expected not... it from Bobby, but like, I don't know. The only thing I want more. F- I mean, Bob. Now Bobby's our fucking age. Bobby's our age. Yeah, fuck. He's got a baby. Eh, we're not that. I young. mean, we're yeah. At, like, that's weird not, to think that he has at, a baby. We're not at unreasonable age to have a baby. At, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like we're not that young. Yeah. Like, it is not unreasonable for one of us to have it for to for someone our age to have a child. Yeah, it's not. Also, Bobby seems like a wholesome Christian boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a way, I'm happy for him. I'm very happy for him. I love we we have done a between the years of 2021, we have done a massive turnaround on Bobby. Yes. We adore him. Love him. Mm-hmm. I He's great. Adore him. He's a wonderful man who deserves nothing but good things. Yes. And honestly, so does Icon. Icon I've had a like Icon went through their ups, their downs. Oh god, their downs sometimes. <laughs> The only thing I really want from Icon is I think they need to do solo music. Yeah. I think June needs More than I think need to do solo why, music. Yesterday. I don't know why June hasn't done any. He's so good. He is one of the most... Un- he's honestly generally one of my favorite vocalists. That is so underrated. Mm-hmm. No one talks about the fact that, again, Icon, a group that has better vocalists than a YG group deserves. So what do we think about the management of Icon? Um, it's not any better or worse than than the management than of the one. management of any other groups at YG. Fair enough. I think it's got its ups, its downs. Yeah, it's like I get there's like it's it's pretty typical YG promotion. Like there's Fair. nothing really to say other than that. They also had their massive uh, you know, massive scandal they had massive, to deal with. Not their massive scandal, but they also had their massive a hiatus between what twenty. 15 and like oh yes they did also have a massive hiatus right after debut <laughs> exactly like they had they did their debut and then did nothing for the year of 2016 yep except i think a digital single i think they did a digital single in 2016 and that was the extent of icon mm-hmm. it's so unfortunate and then they figured out that that's not a strategy that works with boy groups yeah they figured out a while <laughs> took them a while it took them two it's like weeks. i only, only I worked I for big say. bang okay but even with Big Bang, it didn't happen because they waited till the group was massive for them to have yeah. a long hiatus. Like, they didn't do it right after La 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 and then wait three years to release their next song. Mm-hmm. They, like, did a lot of stuff until they became big and then did a hiatus. Again, I think this is YG flying a little too close to the sun. Yeah. They're like, we can just do whatever we want. And I'm like, nope, that does not work with boy groups. Fix yourself. I don't know. I like Icon. Icon becomes a weird highlight in the YG arsenal. Mm-hmm. Shall we get to the one that I feel like we don't have enough to say about for the group? Surprisingly. Right. I feel like, but also, that seems correct because <laughs> they haven't done anything. Yep. Well, it, in theory. Like, they have, but they haven't done anything questionable. And also, they haven't done that much, period. (laughs) Yeah, you know, the one, the only, YG's last remaining moneymaker at this point, by far, Blackpink. 
They beat it in 2016, and uh, they had pre-debut of uh, the members featured on uh, various songs and other music videos for their YG artists. Um, I watch a lot of the, uh, I watch the um, Blackpink documentary on Netflix. Um, kind of eye-opening, but definitely a sanitized version of probably what happened. Again, looking at the fact that it's essentially a a baby Jenny in that XX mm-hmm. yeah. by G-Dragon. She's too young to be in that video. Yes. Yeah. She's too young. In that video She also featured in a Singri song too, which she probably likes to forget. She did. <laughs> I would like to, again, <laughs> I, I choose to forget Big that. Regrets? Big yike. But like, specifically, like, I did not realize that it was someone that young in that video. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they debuted in 2016 to very big success. They based it was with a very small um, song release strategy that seemed to work. Again, just it like is, 21. Again, it is the 21 model, but pushed to the extreme. Basically. Because I feel like 21, for as little music as they had, still had like at least something going on. Mm-hmm. Blackpink is like that push to an extreme of like, nope, nothing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Grace, basically, they got more successful, had a world tour, you know, became, you know, models, basically. Essentially. <laughs> uh, pays the bills, I guess. And then in 2018, Jenny had her solo debut with, uh, take a while, guess what the title is called? Solo. 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 So original. And then so we original. had, uh, Rose also, and Lalith uh, and uh, Lisa debuting in 2020 with, uh, Rose's interpretation of Taylor Swift and uh, Lisa <laughs> basically having a Lisa's brand cultivated about of... being her. Being herself. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which, oh, um, Lisa's entire brand is that she is Lisa. Like, that right. is the Lisa brand. I mean, in her latest also, music video, like Shut out... Down, she's wearing clothes that have her name that on it. That say her own name. That has been her brand for so long, and it's such a That's confusing decision. <laughs> that has almost been her brand since the debut of Blackpink. It's like, it's guys, this is Lisa. She's Thai. We never had a Thai person before. She's not even the first Thai idol. Well, uh, for she's YG she is, but th- not overall. She's not even the first Thai idol from her own friend group. She's probably the first the one, though, that's Thai who's a female her. who became successful. That I can think uh, of. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I guess there's that, but... You'll see, too, with the pattern for Blackpink, it's uh, people have caught on, too, that that's basically the same songs now and basically the same uh, promotional strategy for them. We released, like, one, we get one comeback a year for Lucky. Well, they did have two. They they came back after two years this time. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's like, we're pushing it. I mean, partially I would blame that on COVID, though, but, you know. Not really, because kind of, a lot of people had a comeback during COVID. Kind of, but I wouldn't be surprised so if YG wanted to time did. it with a world tour, and they're like, we can't do the world tour yet. We're going to push it out. I could see that happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. The world, like, d- definitely. Uh, we're just, every comeback has to deal with the world tour. Like, YG couldn't just do a comeback with, like, at least a digital single. <laughs> Absolutely nothing we could have done. Jeez. Such a disappointment. <laughs> Can you tell I'm very happy? Again, so exciting. It's almost a fucking joke. It is. The problem is nothing will change. But people definitely has people, kept caught on to it now. Like it's pretty caught, vocal. People, people are much on... more vocal about it now. Yeah, but nothing will change. No. That album sold insanely well. Nothing will change. No. 
And also, like, the albums only have, like, eight songs each, so... Again, people will never put their money where their mouth is. It does not matter. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, either way, the girls are getting things to do. I mean, Jenny shows up in an HBO TV series produced by The Weeknd, so whatever. I mean, that's pretty pretty good. Again, they're getting things to do, but here's the thing. They're up for contracts. They are. Let's... Yes, Again, they're up for contract renewal next year, and there are rumors that will YG's debuting a girl group next year. Yeah. Uh, let's just say uh, I've seen this film before. <laughs> Be very curious to see how this plays out. I mean, I think we've seen how it played out. Well, once. I'm curious we'll if it will be a little bit different because I feel like this group is more the favored girl group from the previous one. So, but let's be honest with you, the. I think they're going to be up for contract renewals. Contract renewals is going to give them a far more favorable hand. And will YG and his, in their infinite sexism, want to give them that? Mm-hmm. We'll find out, I guess. Stay tuned. We'll see. But uh, in, in terms of being year. promoted, though. God. <laughs> what can you even say about the Blackpink promotion? They really perfected Where the formula of doing the bare minimum and making the maximum profit with them. I mean, again, they perfected again, it. Again, I can complain about it for hours, but financially? Oh, yeah. It worked out for them. Still is working out what for them. What can I say? It worked. It just worked out the last three weeks. Yeah. We've seen how it worked out. Oh, yeah. And it's going to keep working out because people love to complain. But that's not going to stop them from buying three versions at Target <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> True. Wrong? You're not wrong. Like, they're going to keep buying it. They are. And nothing will change unless nothing it stops. It's, you know, it's the definition nothing of insanity. It is. <laughs> it is. I expect doing the and same so thing every thing time that- and expecting the same fucking Diff- result. No, exactly. Different insanity. results. Different results, yeah. And the problem is, people are going to keep complaining about, like, again, I think I have the right to complain. I don't buy Blackpink albums. No. But I swear to God, if you're buying Blackpink albums, like, what do you expect? You have given them no incentive to change. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, g- good for the company, business profit-wise. The company's making money hand over fist. Yeah. And honestly, I, weirdly, you almost can't blame them. Nope. You can't blame them, especially considering the fact that they're just making money off, essentially making the same song every time. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me fundamentally Shut Down is any different than uh, Pink Venom is any that much different than How You Like That, which is that much different than... What the f- uh, I'm trying to remember what the Blackpink comeback was before that, and they're just all blurring together. It's like Kill it's, This Love, I think. It's Kill This Love, and then it was Do 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 Do. Do Do. Do to do. Yep. And then before well, they also have yeah. their first album. Yeah, but even then, I'd give him a little more credit. That's maybe when Teddy hadn't been fully replaced by the AI. Oh. Maybe he, like, revised the song a little bit. N- now, uh, truly. No, um, Kill This Love wasn't that. It was their, um, it was their first I'm album. Their it was, uh, debut. How Do You Like They're That? Th- I'm talking and Ice Cream. Well, no, yeah, I'm, ta- no, I'm talking girls their and debut how you like that era. The album, but, like... I'm talking their yeah. debut era. Oh, debut era, Teddy, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking, like, debut era is when, like, Teddy might have revised some shit. And then he's just fully AI Teddy. Nope. 
where like all these songs if you told me that you put all of they're all like different versions AI, of the same fucking song again if you told also, me you could have put... told me they recorded like any of these songs like the same year they debuted and yeah. now are just releasing them like, a couple years later would believe also you. would believe that again if you told me that you put every single teddy song into one of those ai generators that like make paintings and some shit and they like essentially gave you shutdown and pink venom i'd be like yep that sounds correct yeah that sounds correct especially with how kind of boring both of those songs are mhm so fun uh, so fun all right 2016 we have a little side Little, like little side project I, I don't know it's like a very weird situation again another another stepping stone yeah it's not even really that so in 2016 such keys are gonna come out of retirement i guess from the k-pop sure. industry uh 16 years after their official disbandment um and all of the members except for ko Young, who is just like a businessman and living a regular life at this point in yeah, time. Yeah, who just is like, absolutely not. They, uh, the rest of the members are all going to sign with YG Entertainment for group activities after they reunited on a special edition of the variety show Infinite Challenge. So, um, Jaijin and Sungkoon also signed individual contracts with YG as well, so that, like, all of their promotions are now under YG. And it's important to note that the reason why this likely happened is because Lee Jae-jin is the brother of Lee Eun-ju, who is YG's wife. A.K.A. the you know, one he was going after in go Sweet back, Yep. Yeah, to go back to that rant. Yep. To bring that back in uh Bring that back full circle. 2016 YG. Wouldn't be surprised if his yeah. wife had a few things to say to her husband to get her brothers in the group Again, who the there. fuck knows about the manipulation this woman is under from her boss husband? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the only other thing that really happens here is in 2018, Kang Sung-hoon will leave Sage Keys and YG Entertainment following multiple scandals. And I have these listed out because these are not scandals we have talked about before. Yeah, these are actually scandals we actually have to mention and don't just get to yep. refer back to uh, So the main videos. one of these scandals involves a fan meeting in Taiwan organized by his fan club that is apparently run by his sister. And then the fan meeting was canceled and not properly refunded so there is so accusations of like scans. embezzlement from the fan club that is like run by a person who is like directly connected to him wonderful he also allegedly sold gifts that his fans would give him and openly oh, trash talked both about specific idols and just recent k-pop idols as a whole mind you this is a grown-ass man grown yeah man, the big um, thing though is like the embezzlement from the fans that was like, more the, of an issue like, again as we go on i mean these up. all happened at the same time so like they were all yeah. just like adding as on we to go the pile on. <laughs> and again, i think he's had issues on. too with gambling in the past if i'm not mistaken mm -hmm. he had some other legal issues going on too as well uh, it's fun, fun trash talk from this man is that he said rain has bad breath which i thought was that was just funny and then he called Kim Taewoo of God obnoxious for who knows why. Um, but those are things he said publicly. And then Again, there's another just, like, aspect of it where the fans are apparently mad about his common law marriage to his wife, but I could not figure out why. Again, a lot of this just seems like uh, dogpiling on top of each other. Yep. Like, you start with embezzlement and they're like, but also he's an but asshole. But here's all of these also other things that he's done as well, just to make him seem like even worse. Um, yeah, so yeah, essentially just make him seem like the devil. 
Sitch Keys, the rest of them, still in YG Entertainment. They don't do a lot, but, like, I mean, they're With all With his lovely brother-in-law. But they're, like, all old now, so I don't think they really want to do, like, really nah. active stuff. But they have, like, a song every couple years or so, and that's, like, still fun for them. And I guess all of their fans yeah, from 16 them, years ago and everything, so. I think the only standout sure. thing is that Un G won beforehand actually tried to have a, a rap career somewhat. Yeah, so. he's a an choice. interesting person. <laughs> he's a person that we have to deal I with. I see him a lot on variety shows and he's like really not a smart man. <laughs> no. And also really kind of just not funny. He's not that funny. He's like he really he's on isn't. the genius season too, which is where what I think of the most when I see him and he is just really yeah. not smart enough to be on that show. No, but also not funny enough to be on that show either. No. Like he's not dumb enough in the funny way to be on that show no either. because like hong chul like no hong chul is on that season and he's not he's a little bit smarter than jiwon but is also better at being funny exactly um, but anyway there is a very specific stop balance dogpiling on the G- mm-hmm. the, again this has nothing to do with this yeah uh they're there still i guess they're doing stuff I mean, this is not really, like, a main part of YG Entertainment at all. It's just, like, a fun side project he's doing for his brother-in-law, essentially, so. I guess. Like, might as well. Yeah. At this point. They need... They had a resurgence from the, um, you know, from the Infinity Challenge special, so might as well milk it for what you can at this point. Again, they needed representation in some way, and I guess brother-in-law is maybe not the worst option. Even though it did come from a creepy-ass marriage. Yeah. It did. Again, we'll never not take the opportunity to dogpile on how fucking weird that marriage is. Alright, so now we go on to a topic we've discussed sensibly. so often. So often yeah. do we discuss this topic. So often has this show it's much almost, one could say. But. In a weird way, is it almost just the longest running joke of this podcast? It is one of which them. Is it just how won't much go, it just won't go away. <laughs> I've never seen, like, length... I've only seen, like, some performances of the show, and I feel like I know so much about it. Mm-hmm. I've detailed every everything there is to know I about I still show. hate him for shitting on Hustle, but that's besides the point. I still hate him for his weirdly homophobic jabs at Hot Pants with Ace. Yep. What yeah, the fuck, He does YG? a lot of bad things on that show, so... Um, he does so much shit yeah. on that show. We'll see. Um... So in 2017, we get the lovely show Mix 9, a YG-funded survival show where YG, the man, travels Southern Entertainment Agency, recruited a bunch of trainees and lesser-known idols to participate in a show from groups such as Pre-Debut Luna, Ace, and many, like, name a K-pop K&K, group. k and Pre-Debut One Us was there. So many like, people so, were so many people show. were there. Anybody that didn't go on the unit went on Mix 9, essentially. Basically. Yep. Every uh, every sh- new goo group was on one of those shows at the time. And they were both on at the same Airing fucking simultaneously. time. simultaneously. So, the show had both uh, boys and girls who competed to be in the top line of their respective genders for a chance to debut in a group by the end. And only the gender who had the most overall votes would get to debut in the end. Uh, YG wanted to extend the length of the winning group's promotion and training period due to last of due to a lack of success of the show because the show fucking bombed 
Neither no the Unit that. Project yeah. Nine performed well at all. Both of them. Because did I'm sorry, bad. when you want to make a show based on one storyline that was on Produced 101, that doesn't work. No. Yeah. When your one storyline is just the newest storyline from Produce 101 season two. Yep. Um. But he couldn't come to an agreement with the other companies, so uh, in 2018, YG announced that the winning boy group, who won, uh, was canceled. Because, yeah, that seems sensible. Canceled with, waste everyone's time, essentially. Yeah, essentially. And then later that year, Happy Vape Entertainment, the company Wu Jin Young, who came in first place on the show, sued YG Entertainment only for about $9,000, which is like a drop in the bucket. Yep. And really was just for the fucking waste of time that they had. Over the fall through of the group's debut, nothing really came of it. YG convinced it w- Happy Face to drop the charges is what happened to that. So, and it's and like, with my it- God, give them their $9,000. Is that really too much to ask for? And they wasted find- so much of everyone's, everyone's time. Everyone's Happy Face could have gotten together with the company a boy of- group. Like Happy Face could have gotten together with every other company who had a kid in that debut, like debut group, and debut like could have sued YG instead. They mm-hmm. should have. They, they should. That's what they should have done. Yeah, that's what they should have done. They sued for fucking nine thousand dollars, and who know if YG just didn't give them some shit under the table so it wouldn't become a thing. Yeah. But the other thing is that, like, looking at both Mix Nine and the Unit, while I do think the Unit is infinitely a worse show and a sadder show. Uh, Mix Nine actually was a pretty, at least from the performances I have seen. This, yeah, that, uh, the it's annoying a better thing show. is that Mix Nine was a pretty good show, apart from, I mean, YG the man YG being the an man. absolute ass and making an ass of himself and being creepy all the time, but like. He's a fucking creep. It was a much better, it was a much better formatted than the unit was by, by like a long shot. So it oh, was absolutely. a pretty well It was actually show. a good show yeah. and had a lot of good performances. Again, I still think that that Love on the Ice performance Love from that. Mix so Nine. Good. Oh, so good. Might be, honestly, it might be better than the TVXQ version. Yeah. Oof. Sacrilege. It's really good. Sacrilege. It's romance. But it's, <laughs> but it's in fu- not it's like so it's in good, fuck though. incredible. It's incredible. Like and Love on the Ice is a fucking incredible song when TVXQ yeah. does it. These kids knock it out of the park. But yeah, no, it's a good it's a good show. Ruined by YG the man and everything else that happened yep. on this show. Yep, yep. Yeah, that was a hot mess, basically. Mm. Just- hot mess. Waste everything about fucking it. Time. Big disaster for everybody yep. involved. I was like happy Speaking for of- Happy Face just trying to stick it back to him for a little bit. I Honestly, know. I still think that that should have been more of like I'm sorry, you cannot waste people's time. So there's like also a it conspiracy seems- theory that YG is um blacklisting Happy Face. Um, because that also seems correct. Because it took Dreamcatcher so long to get like a win on a music show because the like the show and show champion kept suspiciously changing their rules for winning right around when Dreamcatcher would have a comeback, which is like oh, maybe something's involved with that. I wouldn't um, be surprised at this yeah. point. I wouldn't be surprised if YG was petty for a couple of years mm-hmm. post that, and now their their fucking star has fallen so far they can't even yep. keep up their, bla- their minor blacklisting of Happy Face Entertainment. Yep, yep. All right, Maria, do you want to do our next person? See the next couple. Then let's see. There is uh, 2017 rapper One joined YG. Oh, one. And before then. Began his career with one in one punch with a young Samuel. That didn't last that one though. 
So uh, uh, as it shouldn't have. It shouldn't have happened. He signed an exclusive contract with YG after he appeared on Show Me the Money Four, and then he also participated in Show Me the Money Five. He ended up making a solo debut in 2017. Also, that same year, he also begins to start acting, and then in 2019, he leaves YG. He doesn't really very short YG career anymore. at YG Entertainment. No. Basically, it seems short. like he focuses on uh, just doing. Uh, he definitely acting, transitions more like. so into acting. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, he's a decent actor. Mm-hmm. Didn't I? Didn't love a Korean Odyssey as a show, but he was actually kind of funny in it. I found him <laughs> charming. I find him to be a charming actor. That's cute. He's very sweet. Again, I think One Punch was a One Punch. Nothing to do with YG, but One Punch was a mistake. It was a mistake. One was Should like an adult, happened. and Samuel was a was, was like, like fourteen 14. years old. Yeah. yeah, like not even like when we're talking child. I mean child, 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 child. child. And one was like adult. a teenager, like a late teens teenager, a yeah. late teen to adult. It was questionable. Mm-hmm. But that has nothing to do with YG. I think YG is, again, just a stepping stone for this kid. I think that probably when he began, he was still in the rapper phase, realized he was probably better off being an actor and was like, well, YG's not going to help me here. Yep. So just like, bye. (laughs) Um, All right. So we're going to take a quick scandal. A scandal, Round, scandal roundup. Scandal roundup. Um, so 2019 is when Burning Sun happens. We have a whole episode on tier two of the Scandal Iceberg is all on Burning Sun. Literally. So we just go and a half hours. Just go listen to that. Uh, the it's TLDR, two and a half hours. Two and a half hours of it. TLDR yeah. of it. Sangria Big Bang and YG the Man get caught off in really shady shit involving Sangria's nightclub and also overseas gambling. So Sangria leaves of Big course. Bang. Um, YG Entertainment and enlist in the military pretty simultaneously. YG the man and his brother then stepped down from all leadership positions at YG Entertainment. That's but essentially the biggest fall. Still has stock. Them. Still has yes. stock. Yeah. Still making money. Also, still fucking. Let's take a moment. Money. Let's look at all the scandals and other events that happened in YG Entertainment over the course of 2017 <laughs> to 2019. Might as well. Because what happens? The fallout of Mix Nine in 2017 led to JYP passing YG as the second most valuable entertainment company. So Wild. that show alone just like completely plummeted YG Entertainment. Um. Also, in that period of time, Lehigh, Epic High, One, Psy, CL, all leave YG Entertainment. Wild. Um, the BI drug scandal happens in 2019, and then Burning Sun then also B. happens in 2019. Leave. So it's like you got so three years of just only large-scale scandals yeah, and a bunch chaos. of their most notable artists leaving their company. Again, the only saving grace within this period of 2017 to 2019 is essentially that they debut... Uh, is like that some of their groups are continue like Blackpink still has their continued success for whenever they like And allow it's like them when Winter and Icon the have their like cultural resets as a group essentially, essentially. but like Pretty much. But that's about that's it. That's like there are so many scandals happening in the background that it's like that's not enough to save YG Entertainment. Absolutely not. The fact that Love Scenario, the cultural reset that it is is happening essentially right before the downfall of fucking Burning Sun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wild. Yep. This company went from essentially the, like, I don't ever think that they, why, again, in terms of the big three, for the majority of the time, it was, there was an established hierarchy of the big three. I think it was always SM as number one, mm-hmm. because it's 
fucking SM. They just have too many big artists to compete with. It was always YG second, and it was always JYP was third. This period of time upended that completely. Yeah. Fucking YG, YG looked so like it was about so to... YG, recently they've sort of turned it around, they've come back, but YG looked like they were going to implode. Mm-hmm. It looked like that company was going to fall into pieces during that time. Oh yeah, it was a bad period of time for them. Like, really bad. It was just a bad time all around. They've come back. I think they needed a, a little bit of time to restructure. But overall, it, it the, a lesser company that was not a big three company, given all these scandals, would have just fucking folded. They would have oh, yeah, shut their doors and gone home. Folded. They would have gone. They they would have had to fold. I mean it. I mean, to this day, I think it's a stain on their reputation. I still think that of the now big four, if you want to count them as most people count them as a big four, I would count them as fourth. Yeah, still fourth. Unfortunately, while they still have the biggest girl group, I think overall between everything else and the blemishes on their reputation. The thing is, is that I I think there is also a pretty significant gap between both YG and JYP to SM Entertainment. Like, I oh, think SM is pretty significantly above both of those at this point. Oh, absolutely. And weirdly, I think the only thing, like, SM, a lot of it through Legacy and through everything else, and I think just through the amount of power that company has, weirdly, I think that a, all of, like, if you, when we do our SM video, we're going to go through a very similar period of, like, scandal after scandal after scandal mm-hmm. after scandal occurring with SM. Yeah. None of them to the level of Burning Sun, obviously, because that's just a wild time. So much. But, like, SM is essentially able to come out of it unscathed, mainly just because I think SM is so almost too big to fail at this point. And like, Definitely. Also, and they're just and one of like, the older companies, to... too, in general. But... Also, I mean, like, I, none I of the SM go. scandals involve people going to prison early. Again, that's again, true. like I said, nothing to the point of Burning Sun. Yeah. But there's a lot of SM scandals around that period, too, that are just, like, pretty bad, too. All right. I'm moving so on to the last 2020. The last boys. The debut the of Treasure one. Butts. First off, though, a survival show. YG ran that survival show in 2018 to 2019 to debut, originally, a seven-member boy group named Treasure it just so happens, too, that two of these members of Treasure, or who are part of the show, were also participa- uh, participants in, on Mix 9, uh, Hyunsuk and uh, Junkyo. Jun- and then Yedam. Remember him? Ban Yedam? He, he had been in this company ago. for pretty much almost all of his childhood at this point. His life. Yeah. His life. Much. <laughs> most, of his, most of his years of consciousness. Be- most his of his years of memories. Years he spends at his YG formative years. We're, we're, ma- we're in this Pretty company. much, yeah. This man has then, lost uh, his life here. Basically, this original seven-member lineup was confirmed to debut under the name Treasure. And then days later, YG decides to announce the lineup of a second group of six trainees that were promote under the name Magnum and focus in Japan. And so these much, two groups so much to were meant to promote separately. They, that YG didn't debut a group named Magnum. Like, that, that Absolutely. was a mistake. That was Absolutely, and also, can we talk about how um, 
this worked because so i'm sorry well when i hear the you... name magnum i don't think of anything think of um <laughs> wholesome or pg we'll put it that way um hey. Also, uh, it worked so well when they tried to debut two boy groups at the same time. Last time it happened, yeah. totally so well. unplanned. It worked so well last for both time. of them, flawlessly. Yeah. So the idea of this was actually supposed to be an EXO kind of concept, where both of these groups were meant sure. to promote separately and then simultaneously Again. come together under the name Treasure Thirteen. However, Again, as you XO, noticed, EXO's two come EXO uh, EXO M and K worked so XO, well. Yeah, yes. EXO's concept that so also well. worked so clearly. Well. YG was like, I want incredibly. that. Um, and then, of it course, all these scandals so and shit well. happens at YG. This their their debut gets delayed, and then ultimately, uh, remember, you've been left uh, YG before Treasure's official debut, and it, debut, and then essentially they decided, fuck the two teams. Fuck we're gonna it. be we're gonna have them be one group and have it called Treasure. Okay, then. Uh, and then as of May 22 uh, through at least the end of this year, Yedam and Mashiro are on hiatus from Treasure due to a combination of studying music and health concerns, respectively. And then the only other thing to mention, too, which I'll just mention because it's brief, in 2022, uh, in, on July 1st, uh, Yan, Yan Min-suk, who is the brother of YG Entertainment uh, founder, uh, YG the man himself uh, returned to the agency after three years as a co-CEO and that's really the only other notable information at this point Treasure I feel like they're promoting them like a normal boy group more so they definitely Treasure have more of a is... pop sound co- compared I think so to the Treasure rest of YG did the similar... Treasure is just a normal boy group yeah. Treasure did the similar thing to Icon where they got like four songs pretty close to um, debut and then they went yeah. on like a, almost a year to slightly over a year long hiatus or not really hiatus but they just didn't, didn't release music didn't do anything. for a long time um cause I don't know why that's a thing YG likes to do but it is but I think he weirdly I think with Treasure he has sort of realized that that's bad idea Yeah. so I think he's sort of been trying to correct that with Treasure Treasure is definitely the most like I, I guess I'll say generic of the YG boy groups because they do they do tend to be way more like poppy than the other yeah. than most of their other stuff, and it's like that's also one of the only groups where they don't really have anyone who is like no, like none of the members who are in charge of like musical direction. I think Bangy Dam was originally intended to be that person. But he has now been hi- on hiatus to study music, so maybe they're intending for him to take up that in the future, but I don't really know what the plans are there. There's also so many members of him that it's like, I feel like it's hard, unless you're doing like a 17 concept to sort of coordinate, to have one person try to coordinate the musical direction. Also, one of the few like groups that. I know that has had a B side become super successful. Oh, yes. Our favorite, our favorite b-side that is like blown up on tiktok and then got a punk rock remix that is also very good love that song honestly very surprising but you know what take it at this point yeah it's like all we can really ask for for them they have improved i think so i really like their debut a lot and then they kind of went downhill for a little bit and when they released like from right after debut to when they released like that weird christmas song <laughs> but recently as of this year i really like them um the B, they're like B side that blew up. I really liked, and that I didn't think Jik Jin was horrible. So I think they're going in a definitely different direction for YG boy groups. Again, I think that there is at the like, very least 
going in. A- I'm just kind of interested to see where that's going to go. So I like that they're also going in a slightly different direction to what boy groups. They're not doing pure noise music. They're not. They're not. No. That's that's a good that's a good trajectory. It does sound there. It's like you can tell there's a YG influence there, but it's not yeah. like your typical. It's not like your yeah. popular noise music, and it also isn't typical YG noise music. It's like a weird hybrid yeah. of both. Yeah, and considering how Dottie got popular, I'm pretty sure they're going to probably clue in and maybe take note Again, of that I kind of sound. They go like a love scenario-esque route or something yeah. similar. Yeah. My thing with it is I also want them, because they did that Dottie remix which I love and I want them to do songs more in that vein cuz again I think that they realize that that works for them and that might be something that people want to listen to. Oh yeah. From them. So But yeah, I don't know. I don't the think the group's being that white. badly managed, but it's no, definitely a slower like, start to success for them, I think, the, compared to the their peers. The she-ho thing is weird. I don't really know what's going on with that. Um, yeah, who knows? Yeah, I don't know the background of that too much to understand why they're, that's happening. Again, but as long as they don't ever do a song like mm, again, which is, again, a bane nope, of Nope, not existence. appropriate for them. <laughs> not appropriate, please stop. Again, I hate that song. I do not enjoy it. Also, I don't want them making Christmas music again. We need to not do that don't either. Don't make Christmas music again. You know, they might do a but, Dada Day Christmas remix. Christmas remix. I could see don't it. Don't say that. I could see it. You know, it's or, not you know, It's not that crazy that not. I can't say that it won't I'm happen. I'm just saying, it would be, if they were going to do it for any song, that would be the song for it. Yeah. Or, you know, we could just not do a Christmas remix. No, but this is also YG, YG we're talking about here, you know? Yeah, this is YG Entertainment for yeah. Christmas. But that isn't no, YG but... Entertainment. Uh, YG Entertainment's new motto. Fuck Christmas. Fuck Christmas. <laughs> uh, we gotta Again. score them out of ten. Alright, alright. So this so is interesting. Up, let's update the people. I don't know what, what to is, do. What is, the, what is the ranking currently? What is the ranking? Yeah. Because what they're interesting. The because it's like, you talked to me a couple years ago, I'd be like, fuck YG. Oh, they no, fucking if you suck. Me, if you talked to me they're last shit. year. If you talked to me last year, I would be like three out of ten. Yeah. This year, I don't know. Okay, I have the ranking. But I also here. think we so gotta from, judge them as a whole. So from top because to that's bottom, the best. We got I think Vampire we decide are they above or below JYP. That's that. Okay, so let me update the people. So for for currently, we we rank everybody out of ten, and we do have the option for point fives, and that's about as far as we go. So at number one, we have Yefo Entertainment with about fifteen asterisks <laughs> because. Because you China, know, and we don't asterisks. know what goes on in China. We don't. <laughs> Who knows what goes on I in China. I wouldn't be surprised so there's a lot of shady shit there that we don't yep. know about. Uh, FNC with a 9, RBW with an 8, Willem with an 8, Starship with an 8, Fantagio with a 7.5, JYP with a 6.5, Jellyfish with a 4.5, and Cube with a 3.5. Alright, here's the I thing. I feel like I, we can't really give it above JYP. I think they're worse than JYP for sure. We I can't. Because Bernie's on a low. Yeah, but here's the thing with Burning Sun. Burning Sun, for as much as it is a scandal with the company, YG the company was not involved in Burning Sun. That we are aware of. And YG the man. No, I don't think the company was a, like, company as a collective was aware of Burning Sun. 
I think Whitey's no, but I the think man. like the white. I don't Whitey's know. Like a lot of stuff from top down shook up. The man entirely. Yes, but I also think that like I don't know if we can put. Hey, so YG committed burning sun. So here's the other thing with that. YG has had significantly more scandals than JYP. Yeah. Also, it seems to be like YG is a harder time recovering from scandals as well. Because I think it's because they have such a history of multiple scandals. All the time. That I think everything just drags them down even more. So I think because of that, they have a really hard time recovering from scandals now, Here's too. I, I don't think we can put so them above many. JYP at term- this point. I don't yeah. think so. But I don't think that we can put them below Jellyfish. No. Because I think Jellyfish just... Jellyfish has literally one... Has managed one group successfully. Successfully. <laughs> but here's the other thing. It was successful for, like, the amount of time their contract lasted. And yeah. That's- because they couldn't the even get them past is, contract renewal, yeah. so like YG they at could the not. very least is able to, for as much as they fucked it and they fucked it, they still have groups, they still have artists, and they're still making money. Yeah, want to give YG I like a solid them, like five? I think a five wanna, is fair. Uh, five point five, because I think that they're turning it around. Yeah, but I don't know if it's fair to give them a 5.5 now, just only, like, what, two years later? Again, this is currently. Later? I think this is currently. I think currently they're at a 5.5. But yeah, but, like, about two years after the now. scandal, though, is it fair to say that they fully turned I think it around? Because I think they've turned it around. Well, I don't know if it's enough time. they've gotten rid of all the problems. I think. Why? Because they've managed to essentially successfully recover all the groups that they all... Again, they only lost Big Bang. Like, they didn't really lose Big Bang. Big Bang still was Big able Bang to was come gonna, back with a massive was gonna successful was going to fizzle out anyway, that. regardless of Burning Sun. Probably. was going to fizzle out anyway, but also managed to give them one goodbye song. They recovered Winner and Icon that are still together. Blackpink is the biggest girl group currently. And Treasure is pretty actually decently successful for a fourth-gen boy group. I think for what they have, they've recovered extremely well. From being on the brink of being destroyed. I think once YG the man was kicked out of YG Entertainment, Fair. it really helped. Well, not entirely, but yeah. at least as the f- public face. He well, was I mean, out. when you have and such a creepy no man way. as the face of your company, I feel like getting yeah. rid of him and, and like have him not fact, being, yeah. being in the public making an ass of himself yeah. all the time is like helpful. And also with the fact of there is no way to get rid of him. He owns the stock. You can't. He can't fully get like, rid of him. You cannot. Like there are ways you can get rid of him, but the amount of fucking legal shit that you'd have to go through to get rid to again force YG the man to sell his stock. At that point, he would yes. have to, like, be, like, Go directly embezzling from YG or something in order to, yeah. like, get enough, like, illegal action yeah. to get him fully removed from the company. Again, at that point, I think he would need to physically have to go to prison for that embezzlement. Yeah. And then, like, who fucking knows who would get that stock? It'd probably end up going to his brother anyway. Yep. Or his wife or some shit. Probably. So I don't, again, I think that that is so beyond, like, for his, the, what the company can do, which is remove him as a public head, that's as, that's as much as you can ask for. So the score that we're going to go for? I think it's a 5.5. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. If you gave me, if you gave me last year, I'd give it, like, a 4. <laughs> I'd put them fucking below jellyfish at that point. Oh, jeez. Again, still somehow better than Cube. Cube is awful. Like, yeah. Even at their worst. Cube yeah, is truly terrible. terrible. Cube is truly the yeah, worst geez, K-pop Cube, company. Geez. 
So at the very least, uh, we've done ten now. We have a ten. We have ten K-pop companies. We do. And uh, so YG is eight out of ten. That's not. I mean, that's not great for them. <laughs> hey, JYP seven out of ten. These big three aren't doing great. Well, the other uh, we got uh, two more. Hive will be good, but like SM will be like SM's gonna be. Oh God, SM. I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> SM and Hive, I don't know what's gonna happen. Hive, like, what I we're think, gonna is go going to be. Hive, I think, is at least gonna be top half. Hive will be in the top half. SM will. I have to think about that later. SM. We'll, we'll, I have we to have, re- I, think, I have to revisit that line thing. of thinking think, later. <laughs> yeah, I think SM. We will need to go through our four-hour discussion about. Yeah, and then decide. Yeah, pretty much. All right. If you asked me what I thought YG was going to be, I'd be like, I don't know, probably like only above Cube. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, they're better than Jellyfish. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you Jellyfish about? really just Jellyfish is doesn't have their the shit together even it. a little bit. <laughs> nope. Jellyfish is a company that the more you think about what they've done, the worse they become. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yep, yep. Alright, so that has been YG Entertainment, everybody. Somehow I think this episode is shorter than the JYP one. Uh, Probably, but I also think that because we've already discussed This is so true, we have- We discussed already a lot of aspects about this company. We have discussed a lot of YG this year, so- yeah. Which I don't we really love of... that, but you know we have. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we are looking at it. They this is actually yeah a good twenty minutes shorter than lovely. Actually, Please. no, five minutes shorter. I than mean, great. This is a little bit more to talk about with JYP though. So, nah. We did have to go on a bunch of rants about how bad current JYP. Yeah, the, and then, the, <laughs> and then the, once you get us on the JYP bands thing, it's like that goes on oh, for a the while bands. too. Oh, uh, at least YG hasn't done bands yet. So <laughs> at least oh, YG God. doesn't have any don't, shitty bands. Don't bring, don't bring that energy into the universe, Maria. Don't. <laughs> I guess don't we could have made this episode really long and then like brought in all of the YG subsidiary labels, but that is too much. I don't want. I didn't no, want to. Do yeah, that. there's a lot of extra subsidiary labels. You have YG, and that seems, that aspect seems to be going well for them. I don't think I need to talk more about Teddy than I already have. Yeah. No. Nope. Uh, Pretty mentioned yeah. black label, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about the black label. He's doing nothing different than the black label than he is with Blackpink's music. Pretty yes. much. <laughs> yep. There, there's our opinions on the black label. Yep. Uh, so that's been YG Entertainment. We are available on all major podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We also have a on YouTube channel where we post extra clip videos occasionally as well. And with that, we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.